to your right. BYU baseball hits back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Here at Larry Miller Field, Brent Norton bringing you BYU baseball here. It's the Cougars and the Pacific Tigers, uh, game two of this three-game set. Cougars with a 3-1 victory last night in the opener. And the Cougars' Jordan Wood went eight and two-thirds innings, uh, picked up a win. And uh, Drew Zimmerman, the young freshman, Lehigh High School product, uh, picked up the save his fifth of the year as the Cougars uh, beat Pacific and uh, looking for the same kind of effort here tonight against the Tigers. Uh, Cougars will go with Hayden Rogers, the senior left-hander out of Mesa, Arizona. Rogers, five wins, four losses on the year and a 5.74 earned run average. He will go against Ricky Reynoso. Reynoso, four and three on here. He's got a 5.19 earned run average. Reynoso is a junior, six foot, 185 pounder out of uh, San Diego. The coaches are meeting at home plate for the umpires and exchanging uh, lineup cards as we are just about ready to play baseball here in Provo. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Lawood a few minutes ago, get some of his thoughts about last night's game and also uh, today's game against the Tigers. We're here with head coach Mike Littlewood. Coach, uh, I'm sure tonight, game two of Pacific, you got two games left. I'd like to see the same kind of thing as you saw last night. Great job on the mound, uh, some timely hitting and, uh, and good defense. Yeah, those are the three things we always talk about, the three aspects of the game. And I was really proud of Jordan Wood last night and happy for him. Um, wanted him to get the complete game. Um, couldn't go another batter. Had to, had to get Zim in there, Drew Zimmerman in the, in the ninth. But uh, Woody did a great job for us. and. Uh, Keaton came up with a big hit. Schneeman came up with a big um, RBI sacrifice fly. And, of course, Casey Jacobs went with a home run. But we played great defense. And, uh, you know, I, I hope the same thing for Raj tonight, um, Hayden Rogers, his last outing um, as, a, as a Cougar. And I'd like to see him just go out with a bang and, and have a great outing tonight. Going back to Jordan, uh, what a great kid. Had him on the air last night, uh, asked him what his plans were in the summer. And he just says, hey, I'm just going to rest, relax, try to get myself bigger and stronger and get ready for next year. Yeah, and I think that's that's good with pitchers. Um, that if we don't want them to overthrow and, and get too many innings in the summer, guys who haven't thrown a lot, we want to get them out there. But um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan gets picked late late in the draft and has a decision to make. I mean, Pro Ball, he's an average guy, eighty nine, ninety one at, at our level. He's you know overpowering to some degree if, if he can if spot it up. But I'd sure love to have him back. Sure love to see him achieve his dreams. But sure love to have him back for his leadership and and obviously having that ace that you can count on. That game one's big. You had to bring Zimmerman in, which was a little bit of a negative because of the complete game, but he only threw three pitches. So he's available again here tonight, I'm sure. Yeah, Drew doesn't bounce back great, but if we can keep him under 20 pitches, then he's good for, for uh, the next day. And if, if he throws around 30, then he probably needs one day's rest. And so, yeah, he'll be good. Um, you know, with, with uh, Raj, I think we'll probably have Blake, in a way, down in the pen from inning one. Just That's kind of what the plan has been just with, with Raj. He could go seven innings and... Looked great, but he could, like last week, he went, I think, two innings and, and uh, had to come out of the game. And so it's kind of like anxiety built for me as a, as a head coach because you, you want to see him go and extend him a little bit, but you also we want to win games right now just like we have the whole season. 
Uh, Ricky Reynoso, guy you saw last year for Pacific, like you mentioned yesterday, good arms. All their starters, we saw it last night. Reynoso is another good one. Yeah, he's a little bit different than last night. I mean, uh, Cassad last night, was his velo was a little bit better than we thought. I mean, he was sitting around 89-91 and good changeup and good curveball. And uh, Reynoso is a little bit different, uh, throws from the left side, and, and he's, gonna, he's not going to throw hard, overpower, but it's going to be change, fastball, change, change, fastball, and, and spin a curveball once in a while. So our off- offensive approach is we're going to make box adjustments, get up in the box, make that changeup look a little bit higher when it crosses the plate. And we have to be disciplined enough to, to lay off that change up and not, not put – he wants us, Reynoso wants us to, to put balls in in play with weak contact. And that's the way he's going to preserve his pitch count and stay in the game a long time. If we see the ball up and put aggressive swings on pitches we can hit, we'll be okay tonight. This Pacific team, dangerous in the middle of the order. They got guys with some big power. And uh, you got through them last night in good shape. Well, I like their approach. I mean, they just went – they went about the game the right way, I think. They just they, – they didn't – they didn't talk and chirp a whole lot from the dugout. And they just went about the game and, and played hard. And, and we knew that coming in. They're not going to quit. They're just going to play hard. And, you know, that might be because they're Garko, their they're new, they're new manager, pro guy. And th- they kind of had a pro type approach to it. But they are. They're scary. Hayden's going to have to keep the ball down and use both sides of the plate to be effective tonight. Uh, talk a little about, I want to talk a little about Brock Hale, you know, the phenomenal year he's having. And, and really, he's not seeing a whole lot of good pitches. I mean, last night, pretty obvious. Walked him a couple times. The other two, he was 0 for 2. Maybe went after a bad pitch or two. Uh, just tell, a testament for him and and how good he's been this year. There literally, from game to game, hasn't been anybody that's really protected Brock this whole year. I mean, you know, Nate did a good job last week, and but that's been hit and miss. And so Brock does. He gets there's two outs, and Brock's a guy up with nobody on, and they'll spin him curveballs all day long. And You'll see him get antsy a little bit and chase, uh, but for the most part, he's done a great job just getting pitches he can hit. He's played a great right field for us and, and just kind of been that. Him and Jordan Wood have been the, really the two constants day in and day out that you know what you're going to get from him. Uh, really proud of Brock, and hopefully hopefully he goes in the draft where he wants to and, and has a good pro career. All right, Coach Hay, well, uh, uh, good luck uh, tonight. We'll talk to you in the postgame. All right, thanks, Brent. We are back here at Larry Miller Field. Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slate as we get ready for baseball action. Cougars uh, defensively in the ballgame. Dave Clausen will be behind the plate. Uh, Nate Favero at first. Brennan Anderson will be at second base. Daniel Sneeman at short and Casey Jacobson at third. Kringlin in left to McIntyre in center. Brock Hale in right. Same lineup as we saw last night. Kyle Dean gets the start DHing in tonight's ballgame. And Hayden Rogers, the senior out of Mesa. Five wins, four losses. We're hoping for good things for Hayden. And this is his last uh, start as a, a player at BYU as he is a senior. Will we'll finish his career here tomorrow. As uh, just about ready for baseball. Matthew Tarantino will lead it off. He's the shortstop. He'll be followed by Kevin Sandry, the second baseman, and the catcher, James Free. Cougars won last night 3-1 to one behind Jordan Wood. Wood went eight and two-thirds, give up six hits, one run. Not really overpowering, only three strikeouts, but Wood was as good as ever last night against a pretty good Pacific team. As Tarantino steps in in the first pitch over for a call strike. Pat Riley is the home plate umpire. Chris Gonzalez at first, Mike Reimer at second, and Mark uh, Mike Jarbo down at third. Ball fouled off, 0-2 the count. Well, with Hayden, uh, usually if he gets off to a pretty good start, he can get you five or six innings. He's He struggled early, and then uh, when the wheels have come off, they've really come off. There's a ball hit into left field, base hit. 
Yeah, you know, he's given up a lot of first inning runs this year. But if he can settle down through that, he's usually been able to get through five or six, like you said. But the last couple of starts, you know, he'll be good. And then all of a sudden in one inning, it's like walk, walk, walk. What just happened? So hopefully he can finish his career strong with a, a good quality start today. And I think the, the biggest problem Hayden's had uh, these last few starts has just been his location. Yeah. When he can keep the ball down, sink that ball a little bit, he's, he's tough. But I that agree. pitch right there, way ahead in the count. And the uh, there's a bunt out in front. Uh, Rogers up and it throws the first for the out. So Pacific uh, playing a little small ball here early. Have a runner in scoring position. Yeah, not a bad idea after, you know, it took them all the way until the eighth inning to score their first run last night. Trying to get a runner in scoring position early and with their best two hitters on deck to uh, try to take a lead early. Talked about Ryan Garko, first-year head coach at Pacific, and he, you can feel he really brings a professional approach to this Pacific team. Uh, not a whole lot of yapping out of the dugout and uh, uh, just very solid. He's uh, coached in the minor leagues, so he certainly knows uh, what he's doing down there in the first pitch to a James Freeze over for a strike. Yeah, you're right about the professional approach. It's completely opposite of what we've seen the last couple of weeks, you know, with some teams we played with a lot of energy at the dugout. They're kind of more going about their business over there. 0-1-1, here's the pitch from Rogers, and that ball's fouled off, 0-2. Which I'm all about a dugout being excited and, and having energy, but not for a whole entire game and being emotional with your well, energy. And excited you know? for your team. Yeah, exactly. Not necessarily demeaning the yeah, other team. Exactly. And, and hey, your team gets a good hit. They get a good strikeout. Go ahead and celebrate that. Right. Be excited. But like, like you said, not demeaning the other team. 0-2, free steps back in. He's a switch hitter hitting from the right side against uh, Hayden Rogers. Ball fouled off again. The 0-2 pitch, boy, that caught a lot of the plate. Yeah, it did. like to see uh, Hayden spike one down on the turf. Free was uh, 0 for 4 last night, 292 as he steps in. Good power, t- 7 home runs, 27 RBIs. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's a, a little better 0-2 pitch outside for a ball. Yeah, Free had a couple of good hard hits at players yesterday um, and then got a hit taken away from Anderson, who was just shaded perfectly for him. But, hey, he's their best hitter and a guy that you don't want to beat you, so you got to be smart with him in a 1-2 count here. Ball and two strikes. Here's Rodgers and the pitch. Ball hit out toward Jacobson. He's got it. Comes up, throws the first in time for the out. Steals a hit away from free. Jacobson had to go way to his left, dove, and then got up and had plenty of time to make the throw. Yeah, that was a fantastic play by Casey Jacobson right there. We saw one he made yesterday as well. He's got a lot of range. Great play. Tell you, the kid, uh, you can't knock his defense. He yeah. uh, fantastic play. Save the Cougars from Pacific scoring a run, and that will bring up uh, Lucas Halstead. They've moved him into the cleanup spot with the uh, left-hander on the hill. Big, strong kid, 6'3", 225. And the first pitch from Hayden Rogers is a little bit outside ball one. Halstead was one for four in last night's game, but he had a couple of balls hard also. Such a strong kid. 1-0, here's the pitch. That is a little bit low for ball two. Yeah, you want to be smart here with Halstead. He's got your left-hander on deck that's, you know, a 260 hitter that you hope to, you know, might have a little better matchup left on left with him than, than facing Halstead here with the runner on third. 
Here's a 2-0. That's up a little bit high. Definitely 3-0. I think you just put him on here. Halstead, surprised he wasn't drafted last year as a junior. Came back as a senior as the home run totals are down. Four home runs, 23 RBIs. I think his average is up a little bit from last year. And the 3-0 pitch is down low, ball four. I think a lot of it has to do with his defense as well. You know, he's a good power hitter. Doesn't hit for a lot of average, but defensively, I remember last year's game against us, there was a ball in right that he should have caught that he didn't, and, and, and maybe that might be the knock on him. Yeah, trying to, he's playing uh, left field in today's game as uh, Nate Verlin steps in. Verlin will bat from the left side. He was 0 for 3 last night. And here is Hayden Rogers' first pitch. That's down low for a ball. Again, a ball in the dirt. Had a chance to talk to Hayden's parents before the ball game. They were, they were pretty anxious. Uh, it's been a while. So, you know, here's Hayden. Had nine wins last year for BYU. It was just outstanding. And it's just kind of gotten myself on a little bit of a bad roll here. I'd like to finish it off with a good performance. That pitch is over for a strike. A little bit of a late call yeah, there by was. the umpire. I thought he might have, <laughs> right. yeah. Looked like he took about five seconds to the inside and then just kind of threw the right arm out. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he's going to call that or not. I didn't know if it was low. <laughs> it or, looked good. Yeah, it did. Here's the 1-1 ball fouled out of play. Hayden Rogers, uh, the senior, won nine games, lost two last year. Young man has won 21 games in his uh, BYU career. Outstanding. Pretty impressive, especially for a guy that wasn't really a, a full-time starter until last year. 21 and 14 overall. Boy, there's a good Ooh, curveball just off yeah. the plate. I like that one-two pitch, though. Make him go fish for that. Don't give him anything great to hit here. But now you're in 2-2. Now you can really go to what you want to. Runners at the corners. Two men out. Top of the first, BYU and Pacific. Larry Miller Field here in Provo on a beautiful evening for baseball. Good crowd already here in the ballpark. 2-2 pitch. That ball is, oh. Then he struck him out. Oh, he. He struck him out. He did strike him out? Yeah. Boy, that umpire was a late strike call three. again. Yeah. I don't know why Dave threw it. Umpire said I, strike three. You know, I looked up. I didn't see the umpire make the call. Really yeah. delayed. So uh, Pacific, uh, Nate Verlin strikes out looking. And the Cougars out of the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left. We're through a half an inning. Cougars coming to the plate on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, one thing we found out at the top of the first, Pat Riley, the home plate umpire, he might keep us guessing the whole night. I'm not yeah. sure on that. It was a saw the replay, definitely a strike, but he was very slow in ringing up the hitter, and he must not have made a sound because Clawson threw the ball to third base to yeah. try to pick that runner off. As Brennan Anderson steps in, Brennan 0 for 4 last night, and the first pitch is over for a strike. He's doing the... Kind of straight out in front of him. Straight out in front of him strike makes it tough on us. No balls and one strike to Anderson, 280 average coming into the ballgame. Ricky Reynoso, the lefty. That pitch is a little bit inside. One ball and one strike. Reynoso wearing number nine on the Pacific jersey, a six foot, 185 pounder out of San Diego. And he was really good against us last year he at was. their place. 
If it wasn't for the three errors that he made, he had three throwing errors, uh, we wouldn't have scored a run. On one pitch, Cougars swept uh, Pacific last year. and You see the change right there. I know Coach Littlewood said they're going to try to concentrate the hitters moving up in the box a little yeah. bit, getting that pitch up a little more. He loves that changeup. One ball, two strikes. And here's the pitch. That ball is hammered into left field, base hit. So Anderson with a leadoff single. Another change just waited on it. It was about, uh, what about belt high, and he really hammered it. Yeah, good piece of hitting right there. That's the one that, hey, you get it elevated, go for it. That's a, you know, 75-mile-an-hour pitch right down the middle, belt high, hammer it. It's the one that he starts at the knees that you just have to take because it's going to fall off the table for a ball. Cougars wearing their cream-colored home uniforms here today. Pacific uh, with black tops, gray pants, as we've just started here in Provo. Boy, day started off beautifully here, and then we had a storm front uh, move through. It uh, rained pretty good, and, boy, it dropped about 20 degrees, but we've got all that back. Now. Yeah, it feels, it feels back great. Out and it's perfect. That little storm that came through right as we drove up to the field around two, it was windy and raining and wasn't pretty. No balls and a strike, of course, with the new turf here. Uh, rain not really an issue anymore, the way this uh, turf Drains as uh, Schneeman squared the bunt, pulled the bat back. Look up, looked like a pitch right down the middle. Yeah. And uh, Daniel behind in the count, 0-2. Ricky's uh, a little pumped up. His velocity on the scattering report is that this year he's been 84-86, and those last two fastballs were 88. So that could make his changeup really tough to hit today. Here's the 0-2 to Daniel. That's up a little bit high. The ball and two strikes. So Daniel 0 for 3 last night did have the sack fly to score a run. One of the three the Cougars put across. Game time, hour and 55 minutes last night. As Jordan Wood outstanding for BYU picking up the win. Yeah, I got some home, got home so fast last night, and I live in Salt Lake. My wife's like, did the game get canceled? What are you doing here? I never see you on game day before 11 o'clock. Cooper Kassad, the starter for Pacific last night, was outstanding really also. Really good. Just gave up three runs in separate innings. Pitches up high. Uh, Casey Jacobson with a home run. A Kringlin um, single scored one. And then the Schneeman sack fly scored the run. I gave Casey a hug in the locker room after the game and said, hey, congratulations, you joined the home run club. And he's like, that's the first home run I've hit in four years. So <laughs> Didn't know how it felt. Probably yeah. round in second base for you yeah. to slow down. Yeah. yeah, it's happy for him. 2-2. That pitch is down low for ball three. You look at Reynoso this year. This is his 14th start. He's thrown 67 innings. 47 strikeouts, 28 walks. Opponents hitting 287 against the left-hander. Jordan Wood, 94 innings this year for BYU. Wow. He was an absolute uh, workhorse. Here's the pitch, and that ball's hit pretty well, but right at the right fielder. Got to come in a couple steps. He'll make the play for out number one. Asked Jordan on the postgame last night what he was going to do with his summer, and he said, I'm just going to rest. I've thrown 94 innings. I need to give my arm a little bit of rest. Going to get a little bigger, a little stronger, and... uh, 
He's saying come back. Coach Littlewood thought he might be drafted maybe in the late rounds yeah. and would have a decision to make. Great kid. Said we would love him back. As Brock Hale steps in. A runner at first base, Anderson. And the pitch to Hale, a swing and a miss for strike one. Pacific a double play depth. And, you know, it just seems to me that those two fielders are just a little too shallow yeah, on they, this turf field. Yeah, they definitely this turf are. Field. Boy, any ball hit to the right or left will get through. I understand the concept of double play depth, but that seems a little bit more than uh, normal. Well, I think that has to do with the fact that, you know, they play on a, a normal surface and they're not used to the speed maybe of the turf. And uh, like you said, they should be a couple steps back, create a little more range. No balls, two strikes. Reynoso's pitch. Ball lined into right field, base hit. Anderson around second base. He'll get to third. And Brock Hale with a base hit. His first of the series, he was 0 for 2. Last night, you know, we talked with Coach Littlewood about uh, nobody really protecting Brock this year. Guys kind of pitching around him the whole year. That's what makes his season even more spectacular. And uh, the Cougars just haven't been able to have anybody behind him consistently that, uh, you know, the other team strikes fear in the other team. Yeah. And, you know, last year he had a lot of – he had some guys around him that oh, were yeah. really good with Shaver and even in Kringland the way he Larson. batted. Larson. It's like, man, you had so many good hitters behind you that, hey, you had to go attack every hitter. And this year, you know, the guys that have batted behind Brock have struggled. At times they've been very good, but have struggled throughout the whole year. So you're right. What he's done is really impressive. Kringland steps in, runners at the corners, and Keaton takes the first pitch over for a strike. The umpire's actually making an audible sound now. We can't see his arm, but I actually heard him call strike. Yeah. Let's get that uh, Let's get that uh, crowd mic turned up a little bit louder. We might be able <laughs> yeah, to get really. this. Yeah, really. Here's the 1-0. That's outside, a ball and a strike. Two hits in the inning by the Cougars. They try to take a quick lead here in the first inning. Keaton, is uh, his average is going up. He's up to 296 on the year. Junior out of Cedar City. Tringlin, a little bit of a check swing. Went around one and two the count. Yeah, geared up on a fastball there and got that change up that he just couldn't quite hold off on. Bound, I think the thing bounced on the plate coming in. I think it in. did, yeah. Well, i got to find a way to put a ball in play here, preferably a fly ball in the outfield to score a run. One ball, two strikes. Reynoso with one man out. Here's the pitch to Kringlin, and Keaton grounds this one foul up off his uh, foot or leg somewhere. Appears to be okay. Another good crowd in the ballpark here today. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, there's just, just short of 1,900 last night. and uh, They're going to be close to 2,000 tonight. Yeah. That's my guess. Friday night, beautiful weather here, here in Provo, and the Cougar fans will come out. Kringland fouls one off down the right field line out of play. I love that these fans haven't quit on this team. It would be really easy not yep. to come out to the ballpark when, you know, hey, the year might be over. But you know what they're doing? You're coming out and respecting these kids' hard work and respecting the seniors and their last time they get to see them play, which is really cool to see the crowd come out and support this club. Pitch back up the middle. Reynoso's got it. He'll throw to second for one. The return to first 
and Pringlin grounds into the one, four, three double play. Cougars retired, no runs. Two hits, no errors, one man left. We are through one complete, no score. Pacific and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Back here at uh, Larry Miller Field as we go to the second inning. No score in the first. Cougars uh, threaten. Their both teams threaten. Had their runners at the corners with a double playground ball by Kringlin there. And uh, really a good play by Reynoso. As bad as defense he played last year, that was a that was a fine play. That was destined for center field before yeah. he uh, gloved that one. Pitches uh, up high, ball 3-3, and all the count to Ryan Schalsch, the DH. He is a senior, has had 43 at-bats this year. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's over for a strike. Tyler Ryan on deck. He did not play last night. And uh, then Carter Hayes, third baseman for the Tigers. 3-1 up high, ball four. So a leadoff walk given to uh, Ryan Schalsch. And that will bring Tyler Ryan to the plate. Ryan listed as a utility player, 6'1", 205 junior out of Santa Clarita, California. wonder if they'll try to bunt again. Well, if you're going to do it in the first inning, you would think it's going to happen right here. Cougar's definitely expecting it. There's a Favero coming in. And he hits one out towards Sneeman. Daniel up and throws throws it away. That's an error on Sneeman. And the Tigers are going to end up at second and third base. Thought they might try to score the guy. Sneeman came up and went up in the air and just threw high over Anderson's head. Yeah, I don't think... uh, that was a tough one because I don't think Schneeman needed to jump there. He just needed to spin and throw. It would have been an easy throw. And, uh, but the, the jump, because of it, he overthrew it into right and both guys advanced because that would have been a double play. That ball went down the right field line by the time the Cougars were able to retrieve it. And the Tigers now with runners at second and third. Nobody out here in the second. Carter Hayes steps in. Hayes was one for four last night. Cougars back in the infield here early. Willing to give up the run for the out and the first pitch over for a strike. Yeah, you're looking for a strikeout or have them ground out to first or third here. Keep that run from scoring. He's a uh, junior out of Carmel, California. Ball's fouled off. That would be a tough place to play baseball. Lots to do in Carmel. Beautiful area right there in Pebble Beach. Especially if you're a golfer. Yeah. Carter Hayes, the right fielder, 253, or, uh, yeah, is a 240 average with two home runs. And right here, uh, Hayden Rogers looking for the strikeout. Here's the 0 2. That's off the plate. So a walk and an error, and Pacific with runners at uh, second and third base. Not too often you see an error on E6 on a BYU team with Sneeman out there. Yeah, definitely not something you expect to see for sure. Here's the 1-2. That ball fouled off. You know, Coach Littlewood last night said 
sometimes with, uh, when Daniel does that 360 and makes a throw, I go, come on, just throw the ball. But, you know, he, he's got that thing pretty much yeah, perfected. He really does. And that one, he just went high in the air. And I think he could have set his foot like you said. And, yeah, uh, if he just planted on that back yeah. foot and rotated, he'd have had it. Anytime you go in the air, it, it changes your vision and everything, and I think that's what happened there. One ball, two strikes. Ball hit down toward Favero. That's a foul ball down the first base side. Aiden Rogers worked out of a bit of a jam in the first, and uh, he's got another one here in the second inning. Aiden with uh, walk the leadoff guy and in the air. And here's the one, two, ball, fly ball, plenty deep. Brock Hale's going to get there and make the catch. A run will score from third base and Pacific up on top. First time in the series, they lead one to nothing here in the second. Well, that's a, that's a great team at bat right there because you hit it so deep. Both runners advance. One scores and one moves up to third, and so you're in a great situation to put another run on the board. Keaton Glover, center fielder, steps in. He had the only RBI of the game last night for Pacific. He was one for three. And Rogers will work from the stretch. Runner at third base. Might see a potential squeeze right here with the number nine hitter up there. And both corners are really coming in hard, squeezing him. You know, they showed last night that they, in this situation they liked doing that where they had the safety squeeze to score a run last night. 1-0 the count. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's way high. Hasn't shown bunt yet. Count 2-0 and on Keaton Glover. Well, and some coaches say, hey, I'm going to give you one swing to see if you can do it yourself. If not, then I'm going to go ahead and call it. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Ball fouled up and out of play. Cougar softball team will be starting here uh, shortly as they are in an elimination game against Albany. And the winner of that one will play a little later tonight against uh, Drake, who was beaten by Oregon. There's a base hit by Glover and... uh, Pacific up on top here, two to nothing. So the walk in the air, Pacific makes the Cougars pay. And Glover with the second RBI of the series. And that will bring uh, Matthew Tarantino to the plate. He singled his first time up. Tarantino hitting from the Right side. Cougars have Inouye down in the bullpen starting to stretch. Well, Coach talked about in that pregame that he's going to have, have him down there early to where if he gets in any trouble, he's got to go to him. Here's a pitch, a swing, and a miss. So Tarantino. Hit uh, toward the bottom of the order last night with the lefty on the hill. He uh, got him leading off today. And here is Rogers' pitch. Ball hit hard. Casey Jacobson up with it. Throws the no. Throws it 
away off the glove of Anderson. Second error of the inning. I'm not sure if you give that to Jacobson or Anderson. Yeah, I'm have to Anderson put that. both hands up like he was going to catch with two hands, yeah, and I it think just glanced off his glove. I think it's Anderson. On the second baseman, yeah. Wow, Cougars just uh, kind of self-destructing here in the second. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked catchable. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to throw it to the other side of the bag on a double play, but still, it was just off to his right shoulder. You know, you expect that guy, you expect him to make that play. Jacobson, uh, you know, kind of took one extra hop, allowing Anderson to get there. If the ball was hit hard, it would have been a, a sure double play. And that will bring uh, Sandry to the plate. He bunts. That's a squeeze situation. Only play to second base or to first base is Anderson there covering, and Pacific has scored three here in the inning. Yeah, it had to be a perfect throw to the plate to get that out. So I, I like that Rodgers would say, I'm just going to get the out at first and not turn this into an even bigger inning than it already is. Because if you try to go home there and he's safe, now you're first and second with one out and still 3 nothing. Well, Pacific with three on the board, two men out. James Free steps in. He grounded out to Casey Jacobson his first time up, so it's really a shaky start here for BYU. Pacific only two hits. Up ball's hammered. Pringlin right there and left makes the play for the out. Pacific with three runs in the inning. They got those three runs on one hit. There were two errors, and um, two runners left, or one runner left on base. We're through an inning and a half. Pacific 3, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero will lead it off for BYU. Cougars down 3 to nothing as we go to the bottom of the second. First pitch to Favero is uh, over for a call strike. Nate Favero in last night's ball game was uh, one for three. And he takes that one up high. Boy, you can see the Cougars just kind of sitting on that change. Feels like uh, Reynoso's throwing about 70% change-ups in yeah. the ball game. Like we talked about earlier, if you can get that elevated, you can really do some damage. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's over for a strike. Came back with a fastball at 87. Favero, the uh, reigning uh, conference player of the week, was dynamic last week down in San Francisco, 9 for 13, hit 672. 1231 slugging percentage, hit his first home run of the year. Two balls, two strikes, the count to the uh, senior. Also playing his last uh, series for the Cougars as uh, Favero pops this one up into the seats. Kansas State beat San Francisco today by a score of 5-1. Portland Pepperdine locked in a 1-1 tie in the eighth inning. That's uh, being played down in Malibu. Favero hits the ball hard, second baseman over. Scott at Sandry, and he'll throw him out. Let's 
So the Cougars uh, at Stanford gave up a bunch of unearned runs, and tonight again with two errors there in the second inning. Some unearned runs uh, put on the board by Pacific. Kyle Dean gets the start tonight. DH, he'll be up there. 241 average, a home run, 12 RBIs. Dean, a sophomore, and that ball's hit down the left field line, base hit. That'll be extra bases for Kyle Dean. As Dean with a one-out double will bring Clawson up. Kyle not messing around, jumping on the first pitch he sees. Yeah, he really did. Got a change up that he was able to hook down the line right by the third baseman. and Hit it just inside the, yeah. the bag, you said. He did, yeah. And then he just cruised a second after that. Easy double for Dean, and that will bring uh, Clausen to the plate. David 0 for 3 last night, if I'm not mistaken. He grounded that three times at the first baseman. So yeah. Nate Verlin on high alert down there at first. He made several good plays last night. Yeah, they're good friends last night. First pitch to Clausen. Goes the other way. That's a base hit in the left field. So David going the other way. Singles to left, the Cougars with runners at the corners, one man out. Casey Jacobson stepping in. Well, and Kyle did a really good job right there of not taking off. He could have scored easy if he did take off, but that ball was just out of the reach of Tarantino right there on the dive, and that would have been awful if he had got into a double play right there. So good, smart play. You see the ball through, and then you advance. Boy, and your instincts are, yeah. I want to go, go, I want to score. Yeah, they really are. I mean, that's just your human instinct, yes, and that's uh, got to have a lot of patience and uh, – a lot of savvy and, and uh, you know, know the game. Yes, it's a kind of a heads-up good play there by Dean. One man out, and Casey Jacobson will step in. Casey will bat from the right side. Had a home run here last night. Quick throw to first, and uh, Clausen back in safely. Well, Casey really needs to see the ball up because he's kind of susceptible to swinging it at breaking balls down. We've seen some really bad swings from him this year and some really good swings on fastballs. So he really needs to do a good job of seeing the ball up here. Jacobson grounds one down the third baseline. That's a fair ball. And Dean's going to try to score. They throw the runner out at first. Now they're going to get Dean in a rundown, and he's going to be tagged out. Wow. So that ball just about hit Dean on the ground ball down the third baseline. And then he retreated back to the bag when the when the uh, third baseman threw the ball to first. He tried to score, and they threw him out easily. So the Cougars uh, waste another couple of hits here in the inning. Another double play ends the inning. Uh, Pacific leading 3-0 over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on New Skin BYU Sports Network. Boy, yes. First hitter for Pacific steps in, grounds one hard. Out to second baseman uh, Brennan Anderson who bobbles it then gets up off his knees and makes the throw in time to get uh, Lucas Halstead for out number one. Cougars four hits in the first two innings. Uh, nothing to show for it as they've run themselves into a couple of double plays to end the innings. And Reynoso uh, very fortunate out there. Kyle Dean had to hurry back. If the ball hits you and you're in fair territory, you're out. So yep. he was trying to get back to the bag. The guy at third baseman tried to turn two. 
I think the minute Dean saw him yeah. go to second base, he thought he could score. Second baseman saw that also, threw it home, and got uh, Dean in a rundown. Yeah, smart heads up play by the second baseman because if you don't throw it to first in time, then Dean was going to score. But he just turned, rifled it right to home, and he was easily out. 1-1 pitch is over for a strike. 1-2 and two the count to Nate Verlin. He struck out looking his first time up. And here's Hayden Rogers. And that pitch is just off the plate. Pitch a swing and a miss. Verlin goes down for the second time. Two men out quickly here for Pacific, and that will bring uh, Brian Schultz to the plate. He walked to kind of get things going to lead off the second. Two errors and a base hit later, and uh, Pacific put three on the board. Yeah, they really made the Cougars pay for all those errors and did some good timely hitting. First pitch to Schalsch is uh, fouled off and out of play. All three runs unearned in the second for Pacific. And that ball's line foul down near the bullpen area for the Tigers. Fans continuing to come into the ballpark. Has uh, got a good crowd here. That pitch is uh, oh, no, Dave. inside. Clausen oh. thought he had him struck out. The umpire's so slow making the yeah, call. Clausen you know, didn't know what to do. He was uh, a couple steps toward the dugout. Yeah, he was. He's taken off there. Hope he apologized. Umpires don't like that. That ball grounded foul down the third baseline. But you're right. I mean, you just don't know with this umpire because he struck a guy out when you th- try to th- throw a runner out, and you had no idea because he doesn't make any sounds. or And he's so delayed. we got such a big crowd here tonight that people are actually being ejected out of their seats. Wow. <laughs> By ticket holders. There's a ground fly ball center field. McIntyre plays it on one hop. So Schalsch is uh, first hit here in the ball game, and that will bring Tyler Ryan to the plate. Tyler Ryan, right fielder out of uh, Santa Clarita, California. He'll bat from the right side. And here's the first pitch from Hayden Rogers is outside. It's kind of a battle of uh, change-ups here tonight. It uh, looks like Hayden's really relying on that pitch also. You know, that's what made him so good last year. He had such a good change-up running away and down to right-handers. It was unhittable. Pitch is down low. You know, this year when he struggled, it's because he's leaving that pitch up and over the plate to get hit or just way away to where it's not even close. Here's the 2-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Rand Garko, head coach, he uh, played uh, six seasons in the major leagues from 2005 to 10. He was a 2003 All-American catcher at Stanford. Coached in the, I know he coached the Double A, I think Tulsa team for the Dodgers 
before taking the job here at Pacific. Talking about last night, he replaced Mike New, who replaced the Cal coach who went to to Stanford. So a little domino effect up there in the uh, Bay Area. And it was interesting. All would have stayed the same if uh, the Michigan head coach would have just taken the job that was offered to him by Stanford. But he said, I can't live in Palo Alto. I've got four kids. Can't afford to live out there. So two pitch fouled off. He he took that contract offer and went to the Michigan AD and says, "Hey, pay me a little bit more." And they did, and he stayed home. And then all of a sudden, turned into three new jobs for for guys. So it's funny how it works. Two balls, two strikes. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's down low. Ball three. Oh, a shaky start here for BYU. They've given up three hundred runs on a couple of errors and have left uh, guys in scoring position the first two innings. There goes the runner. That ball's hit into left field, base hit. Runner will have to stop at second base. Boy, Pacific really forcing the action here. Seen a safety squeeze. We've seen several runners started. Hit and runs. Uh, Garko really trying to mix it up here. Oh, I like it. I mean, you struggle scoring runs yesterday. You come out and uh, put pressure on the other team. And when you put pressure on the other team, good things can happen. And so far, the pressure they put on them is, you know, Cougs have made a few errors, and they put themselves in a position to score runs. Carter Hayes steps in. In a way, starting to heat up in the bullpen for BYU. As Rogers with uh, two men on, two men out, pitches a line foul down the right field side. Brock Hale will uh, retrieve that ball, get it back into the infield. I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. They're going to go ahead and do a back pick to first. Purely a timing play here as Favero behind the base runner. With as big as a lead he has out there. Now going to go through another series of signs, making sure everybody's got it. Yeah. Huge lead at first. Vero kind of sneaking in. Well, they don't throw it over, and the pitch is outside. They might have taken it off. The minute that he took that step back, it's kind of like a verbal, a nonverbal. They took it off. That was going to be my guess right there. Now Favero back, deep at uh, first base. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That ball hit. Hey, he's got him on the elbow. And he'll go down to uh, first base. Base is loaded here for the Tigers. And uh, Keaton Glover, who singled in a run his first time up, will come to the plate. I'll see Ryan Brady uh, shagging some balls out there. It's nice to see him in the uniform. Yeah, it's nice to see him out of his brace. Coming out of surgery. That that brace off now, which is nice. Now Clawson out talking with uh, Rogers. Now Mike Littlewood out. Walking slowly to the mound. 
And usually if he's going to make a change, he would have made it by now. So I think he's just going to talk to Hayden and see how he's feeling. I think he's just buying time to go to Blake. That's my opinion. Blake's already starting to walk. Sometimes coach likes to do that to give the pitcher a little bit more time to to get ready. Yeah, anyway, down there at the gate waiting to come in. He's uh, through throwing. And uh, with the right hander up, they are going to go to Inouye. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keaton Glover will come up against uh, Blake Inouye. Bases loaded here for Pacific. They lead 3 to nothing. Two men out, top of the third. Inouye, the uh, junior out of Henderson, Nevada. First pitch over for a strike. Blake Inouye this year, 5.24 earned run average, two wins, five losses. This is his 20th appearance on the hill. And here's the 0-1. Ball hit right at Favero. He's got it. Take it yourself. And he'll step on the back. He <laughs> he wanted to flip that ball to Inouye, but, boy, if you get a chance, you don't want to make yeah. another throw if you can help yeah. it. Three men down as uh, the Pacific Tigers, no runs, two hits, no errors, and three big runners left on base. We are through two and a half Pacific three, BYU nothing, on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. Mitch McIntyre steps in, first pitch inside ball one. Cougars are down three to nothing as we play the bottom of the third here in Provo. Both teams with four hits. Cougars with two critical errors uh, let all three runs in. As the McIntyre slow roller, boy, great play by Reynoso. Very athletic play came off the mound. I thought that was going to get past him. Yeah, that gets past him. That's a hit. He's made two really good plays. One to start the double play with Keaton two innings ago, and then that play. He's really athletic. They'll bring Brendan Anderson, who uh, singled to lead off the game. He was uh, stranded at uh, third base on the uh, double play ground ball off the bat of Kringlin his first time up. One man out. Here is Reynoso's pitch. That's outside ball one. Beautiful sunny day here in Provo. What a beautiful night. Probably about 70 degrees and... Short sleeve weather, a good crowd in the ballpark. And here's the one ball pitch that is over for a strike. Sneeman in the on deck circle for BYU. And here is the 1 1. Ball fouled off. Uh, Tuckett, you know, with the Cougars. Uh, Really lack of power this year. They have 23 home runs on the years all. And last year, I don't know the exact number, but it was probably three times that amount. Do uh, you think this ballpark has had something to do with that? The, the higher fences, the you know, it's a little deeper, you know, in the, in the power alleys? Yeah, I mean, I will say that I, I, there's like five or six balls that have hit that top tier of the fence that we've hit that, uh, that could have been out of the, of the old fence. But besides that... Yeah, all the alleys, everything are still the same. The dimensions are still the same, so it's just, just the, the height. Walls are it's higher. just the height. Yeah. Pitch to Anderson's outside during. I mean, you practice here every day. 
have you noticed a difference uh, no. mentally or, you know, I mean, even mentally on the kids, seeing that bigger wall out there? Well, I, I don't think it's so much of the field. I think it's just that they put the, a lot of pressure on their self this year to, to be great, and that's what's kind of, you know, been tough for them. Three and two. Here's the pitch to Anderson. That's uh, strike three called. Wow. Looked like a pitch was maybe up and out, but yeah. uh, Reynoso gets the call. Two men out. And that will bring uh, Schneeman up. Yeah, that ball's up and out. I mean, it's close to the plate, but it's up. Yeah. Can't give that pitch to a pitcher. That's tough. That's a mistake that he made that you give him that bonus. First pitch to Schneeman. Line shot right up the middle. Daniel picks up his first hit of the ball game. And that will bring to the plate uh, Brock Hale. Well, and that's why that hurts, because now it's first and second. Brock Hale up your best hitter with one out. Who could tie it up just like that? And watch. This is the way baseball works. Brock's going to hit a double here or a home run. And, it'll, you know, that, that one pitch will make a difference. Hale steps in. This is a cruel game. He singled into right field his first time up. Average now 344 on the year, and that pitch is up high. Brock, the RBI leader with 31. A lot of guys nipping at his heels, 27. A couple of guys with 27, uh, Favero and and Schneeman. Anderson with 25, but uh, Hill's had uh, the RBI lead just about the entire season. Pitches on the outside corner for a strike. And the tough thing about that is all those guys you named there had 30 to 50 <laughs> last year. Kringland had 55. Yeah, Brock was 52 or something like that. Favero was 37. Ball in a strike. Hale swings and misses at the fastball. Well, that ball's running away, and it's high. And because you've called those two change-ups now, one on Brennan and one on Brock that are high and away, now you have to see that pitch and say, okay, I better swing at it. Gives the pitcher an advantage. Here's Reynoso with the 1-2. Hale hits this ball. Left field, base hit. Brock two for two now in the ball game. And that will bring Kringlin up now with runners at first and second base. Good battle there by Brock. Keaton grounded into a double play his first time up. Right back to the pitcher who turned two. Kringlin, one home run this year, 17 RBIs. He'll be followed by Favero. And uh, Keaton steps in. Here's Reynoso. The pitch. Kringlin uh, lines this one foul down the third baseline. Cougar softball team uh, just starting action in an elimination game against Albany. They scored uh, one in the first. There's runners at the corner, still nobody out. So off to a good start. Boy, those white jerseys and white numbers. Yeah, it's hard to see. That's isn't a it? tough, that's a broadcaster's nightmare yeah. for the Cougar ladies. Kind of like our. Uh, 
anthracite. Yeah, yeah. he pulled those out a couple times yeah. this year. Pitch to Kringlin is outside. A ball and a strike. And we pulled those out just to make life difficult. Especially in a night game, it's almost impossible to see those numbers. One ball, one strike. Kringlin steps back in. Kringlin up the middle. Second baseman's got it. Step on the bag. And Cougars again leave two runners on here in the fourth inning. And Pacific leads after three, three to nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Matthew Tarantino steps in. He has singled, and he's been on by way of an error. One for two for Tarantino, and now he's behind an account. 0-2 to Blake Inouye, the reliever for the Cougars. We mentioned Inouye's 20th appearance of the year. Here's the 0-2. One time, Inouye was the third starter in the lineup midway through the season, and then they just felt like he was a little bit better out of the pen. Alex yeah. Perone's going to get the start tomorrow. That's the final game of the year for the Cougars and the Tigers here tomorrow, 1 o'clock. That ball hammered down the left field line. That ball is off the wall. Kringlin up with it. Tarantino around first base. He'll slide into second just in front of the throw by Kringlin. So a double by Tarantino to lead off the fourth. They got a hold of that pitch. One-two count, fastball in, and he hammered. Hit about a third of the way up the wall. And that will bring uh, Kevin Sandry to the plate. First pitch, uh, Sandry bunts. uh, Ball hit him in the uh, batter's box, and so a dead ball called by the home plate umpire. Again, Pacific, a little small ball there, just trying to move that runner to third base. And Sandry will step back in. He's officially 0 for 2. He bunted, had a sack bunt in the first and had a squeeze bunt his last time up. Ball and a strike. Here is the 1-1 from Inouye. Ball grounded foul down the third baseline. Pacific, three unearned runs here in the second inning. Lead this one by a score of 3-0. Pacific with a runner at second base. Nobody out here in the fourth. And here's the pitch from Inouye. There's a ball hit up the middle. Sneeman picks it up, bobbles, and then uh, makes the throw. Looks like he got his foot. His cleat caught in the turf out there and went down and made an accurate throw but not in time. Yeah, once he kind of fell, he definitely didn't have the arm strength to to get it there. A base hit for Sundry. You know, and that's what uh, has been uh, Blake Inouye's Achilles Hill this year, the 0-2-1-2 hits that he's given up. 
seems like every outing it's 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 two to four o two one two hits that are you know big time situations that have cost him got to find a way to put those guys away in those in those counts James free steps in first pitch a little bit outside ball one James free 0 for two today is he's uh, grounded out and flown out Cougars back up the middle looking for the double play ground ball and the pitch is a little bit low ball too Cougar softball team just hit a three run home run they now lead six to nothing over Albany great start first inning of an elimination game up in Eugene Oregon two old pitch free grounds it to Favero he's going to go for two no he should have probably looked the runner back and gone back and had plenty of time Anderson couldn't get over. Well, it's supposed to be the and pitcher. It should be in a way. The right? pitcher should get over, but but Nate should have pump faked and then got the lead out at second, and, and basically right now it'd be first and third again, you know, with one out. So uh, Free with a fielder's choice picks up an RBI. It looked like the runner was moving from third. I think uh, Vero, if he had looked up, I think he would have had him by – 10 feet. I agree. So, again, Cougars just not executing very well here in the ball game, to say the least, defensively. And Pacific up uh, four to nothing now. Pitch by Inouye's down low, a ball and a strike. It was a big high hopper that uh, Favero gloved and looked to me like the runner third was off on the crack of the bat. Favero was in on the grass, could have made the play, but instead decided to go to second base to get that runner. Yes, it's been a little miscues today that's really cost us. I mean, that's four runs now. You don't, it's not an error because you got the out there, but it's a mental error that cost us another run. Two balls and a strike over two and two. Because when you're down three, you'd gladly take that out yeah. of the plate and keep it at three. Now, if there was one out and that could have got you out of the inning, that might be different. But with no outs there, get that at lead runner. 2-2 pitch. Halstead checks a swing. And the count goes full 3-2. and two. Pacific four runs on six hits. They've had a couple of hits in the inning. There goes the runner, and that ball fouled off. Free running on the pitch. Yeah, 3-2. They love, 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 love sending the runner. That's the twice they've done that now. And that's given a lot of confidence in your hitter that he's going to put a ball in play. Because Free doesn't run very well. He's a catcher. You know, he swings through that strike three. He's throwing out. Well, if you're going to run uh, on 3-2, you might as well do it again. There he goes. Pitch is hit. Sneeman was coming over to cover. And uh, that's one reason you run 3-2. Yeah, because if you, if you don't run there, That's it's a, a double, double play, play, and you're out of the inning. So, again, putting the pressure on the Cougs, and it's paying off for the Tigers. Runners at the corners now. Three at third base. Ball was hit into left field just past Neiman. And it was hit right where he was before yeah. he went over to cover the base. Weird game. I mean, just a just a strange game. Yes, it is. Nate Verlin steps in. He struck out twice. 
against uh, Hayden Rogers. Now he'll face Inouye. There's a bunt right back to Inouye. Again, oh, safety squeeze there, yeah. and Verlin popped it up right back to Inouye. Break right there for the Cougars, two men out. Yeah, if he'd have looked to third, he'd have had the double play. But he looked to first, which is your natural instinct. Again, a little bit of a mental error. you got to yeah. realize that's a, that's a squeeze situation. And the guy at third is going to try to be getting a, a little bit of a jump. Portland uh, leading Pepperdine 2-1 to one now in the 10th inning. And the first pitch is over for a strike to uh, Ryan Skulch. Game's still not over. Pepperdine uh, will have an at bat in the bottom half of the inning. Swing and a miss by Skulch, and he's down 0-2. Well, from the place Neiman normally makes, uh, caught his foot, cleat in the turf, and went down, couldn't make the play. Pretty tough to give a team four or five outs in an inning and expect to win a ball game as Skulch uh, strikes out on the fastball. One more run. Two hits, no errors. Runner left. We are through. Three and a half, four nothing Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero up. He swings and misses at the first pitch. No balls and a strike to Nate. Be followed by Kyle Dean and then uh, Dave Clawson. Cougars six hits in the game, but no runs. Pacific has uh, turned a couple of double plays in the first three innings. Kringland uh, with a ground out to end the fourth with runners at first and third, and the Cougars just can't get plenty of hits, but just uh, unable to score. 1-1 pitch right back to Reynoso. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to the first baseman, Verlin, for the out. He can play a little bit of defense on the mound, can he? Well, it's not like the same guy we saw last year. Yeah. Well, last year it was throwing to bases. <laughs> One man out, Kyle Dean, who doubled his first time up, will come to the plate. Kyle hit one right down the left field line and was involved in a weird 5 4 2 5 double play. First pitch over for a strike. Wow. And he'll give you, it almost looks like that umpire kind of gives up on that outside pitch and just decides his strike before, you know, he really gets a good look at it. Yeah, it's crazy. Here's the 0-1. Dean swings and misses. 88 on the fastball. Reynoso bringing it up there pretty good. It's a 49th pitch of the ball game. Here's the 0-2. Dean takes that one just off the plate. A ball and two strikes to uh, Kyle Dean. He is hitting 254 on the year with a home run. Dean swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men out, and Dave Clawson will come up. Dave's one for one today. He singled just past the shortstop his first time up. Pitcher, 
Sun again, uh, issue right now defensively, shortstop, left field, center fielder. The uh, shade over the mound now, so no real problem for the hitter. Pitch to Dave Clausen, slow curveball drops in for a strike. Here's the 0-1. Austin takes that one up high. Same pitch. Curveball, big slow curveball at 74. One and one. Reynoso. Another wow. big slow curveball. This yeah. one at 73. Clausen, a big swing and a miss. Last time to watch the Cougars tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock here, as the Tigers and Cougars will conclude their 2018 season. Here's the 1-2. Just a little bit low. Two balls and two strikes. Other action tonight under the lights in the West Coast. Santa Clara at Gonzaga. St. Mary's at LMU. Portland and Pepperdine there in the 10th inning the last time we checked with Portland leading. 2-2 2-2 pitch to Clausen, another big slow curveball. And Reynoso strikes out the last two hitters for the Cougars. Lawrence hits her errors. We are through four complete now, 4-0 Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Pacific will come up here in the fifth. They've got a 4-0 lead over BYU. Tyler Ryan is the hitter. He was on by way of an error and scored in the second, singled in the third. As Ryan with an 0-1 count, Blake Inouye on the hill for the Cougars. 7-8-9 in the order for Pacific in the inning. There's a good uh, off-speed pitch. It drops in for a strike. Oh, two here. You got to put him away. Those situations where you just can't afford to give up any more base runners that, that can lead to some runs, give your team a chance. Oh, two. Fly ball. Brock Hale in right. Shielding his uh, eyes from the sun. Makes the catch for the out. Carter Hayes now will come up. He's had a sacrifice fly RBI in the second. Walked in the third. He was hit by a pitch. Cougars are somewhat fortunate that uh, this lead isn't bigger. Yeah. Uh, They have left uh, seven men on base through the first four innings as Pacific. And the Cougars have given them three unearned runs. Those were all back in the second inning. And here's Inouye's pitch down low for ball two. Carter Hayes, the 240 hitter coming into the game. And the pitch is down low, ball three. 
in critical uh, game two here. Cougars won last night 3-1. Win this one, they will have won the two of three. And also critical for the staff to try to keep uh, Inouye out there for a few innings and save that uh, bullpen for they're needed tomorrow. Yeah, you definitely want to have arms available for tomorrow because that's a game that you've had to use a lot of pitchers throughout the year on that game three. Three balls, one strike. Pitches outside, ball four. That is a walk to Hayes, and that will bring up a Keaton Glover. He grounded out to Favero his last time up. Had an RBI single and scored in the second. So Glover will step in with a runner at first base. Hayes, four steals on the year. There's a ball hit shot right up the middle. Carter Hayes, or Glover with another hit. This kid came in hitting at 212, and he's got two hits in the ball game. Yeah, he's been an RBI machine for him, too, with the two RBIs for him. Yep. Top of the order now. Uh, Matthew Tarantino, he is singled and doubled in the game. He's also been on by way of an error. Hit one off the wall his last time up in the left field corner and drills this one deep center field. McIntyre going back, looking up. This ball's out of here. Three-run home run by Tarantino. Over the uh, to the right of the 380-foot mark, so that was uh, probably a 390-foot home run by Tarantino. And uh, seven to nothing now for Pacific. Yeah, the last two pitches Tarantino's seen, it's been a double line drive off the top of the wall and a three-run shot to left center. He's seen the ball well today. His uh, third home run of the year. And that will bring Kevin Sandry to the plate. Pitch from Inouye's over for a strike. Cougar bullpen uh, right now quiet. Nobody out there. Pitch is uh, down low for a ball. Cougar softball team continuing their 6-0 lead there. Now just in the bottom of the second inning. There's a ball hit down to Casey Jacobson. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. Good play. Two men down, and that will bring James Free to the plate. He uh, was on the fielder's choice. Ball hit to Favera, who went to second base. A little bit of a lapse, lapse of judgment as he could have come home and got that lead runner. As Free steps in, first pitch is outside ball one. Well, Pacific came to play today. You can yeah, see, and the Cougars did. really gave them their first three, but they're hitting the ball well. They've got nine base hits against uh, Rogers and uh, Inouye, and a swing and a miss, a ball and a strike. This game, though, will prove to you that if you you give a team a little bit of life, you give them some confidence, it's such an easier game to play, and that's what the, we've done so far today. Pitch is uh, down low. Because you gift them three runs early, you make a mental mistake and gift them another run, and then you give up a three-run home run that they, you know, earn. 
because you start to believe. Two balls and a strike to uh, James Free. Swing and a miss, two and two the count. Pacific with three in the second, one in the fourth, three more here in the fifth. And here is Inouye's pitch. Off the plate, three and two. In a way, 3-2 to free. That ball's drilled into left center. That's in for a base hit. McIntyre picks it up, gets it in, and holds free to a single. Ten base hits by Pacific. And here we are, just four and two-thirds innings into the game. Yeah, halfway through the game, and they're already at ten hits. As we mentioned, Perone will get the start tomorrow. Cougars got plenty of arms down there. But right now, nobody in the pen. I'm sure Coach Lidwood would love to see Inouye get through this inning. And Halstead uh, takes the pitch over for a strike. Boy, Tarantino hitting the bottom of the order uh, yesterday. Went 0 for 2, and he's come out today as, as uh, one, or a 3 for 4 with uh, three RBIs. Yeah, I mean, they actually, he was struggling so bad yesterday, they pinch hit for him late. Yeah, they did. Looks like he got the message across. Yes, he did. Came out on fire today. 1-1 pitch, foul ball. Out of play down the right field side. Ball and two strikes. Lucas Halstead steps back in. Pitch from Inouye, a swing and a miss. And the Tigers are retired. They got three runs. They got those three runs on three hits. There were no errors. One man left. We're through four and a half, seven, nothing Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the fifth. Cougars need some runs here. They're down seven to nothing. First pitch to Casey Jacobson is outside for ball one. Jacobson uh, grounded into a double play. That pitch is outside. 2-0 the count. Tuckett, I know we've kind of gone over it one or two times during the year, the, the signed recruits uh, coming in. and I know the Cougars are still working hard trying to bring people in for Next year and the year after. Yeah. Always recruiting, that's but for there's, sure. there's uh, 10 young men who have uh, officially signed and on the list right now. A couple of those kids will be going on missions right out of high school. I think his, Mabius is going on a mission. Yeah, Mabius and Kyle Hall are going right away. I think they both even have their mission call already. Two I know, Kyle, I know Kyle strike. does. There's actually two more to add to that list that aren't on there. Signed, kids? Yeah, that signed uh, in the late signing period. Two and one. That's a, quite a large recruiting class. Yeah, well, I mean, you, 
you have a situation where five seniors graduate um, and a couple of kids that might be going on missions, things like that. You, you know, you always got to find guys to come in and, and fill spots. Three balls and a strike. Pitch to Jacobson. Ball lifted to center field. Center fielder going back and makes the catch. Keaton Glover for out number one. Reynoso's been good. Yeah, he has. He's uh, battled through. His defense has helped him with a couple of double plays. Cougars haven't helped themselves in the ball game. That all adds up to a 7-0 Pacific lead. Mitch McIntyre steps in. He grounded back to Reynoso, who has uh, made a couple of really good plays from the mound here in the ball game. And the first pitch to Mitch is over for a strike. Cougars swept Pacific last week, or last year, down in uh, Stockton. Klein family field. Remember the rain coming down there last year? Yeah. Didn't know if we'd two to three days is rain rain. Play. Yeah. There's McIntyre's. Hits one to the shortstop, and they throw him out. Two men down, and uh, that will bring Anderson to the plate. Brennan. Brennan, one for two. Single in the first, struck out looking in the third inning. Yeah, and one of the reasons why we have such a big recruiting class is we have seven, seven to eight draft-eligible you know, players this yeah. year. And you get so worried that, hey, if those guys have good years – they could all be gone, and you don't want to be left with the covered bear. First pitch fouled off. Yeah, you look at the lineup. Schneeman, Hale, uh, Kringlin, Dean, Clawson, Jacobson. I mean, yeah, those guys are have, all yeah, draft eligible. All eligible kids, and all it takes is a really good year and a scout to like you, yeah. and you could be out of here. Here's the 0-1. Pitches up high. And we thought for sure there's there a good chance of four of those guys that would not be here, you know. Um, you now, still, you, now it's a question well, mark with the kind know. of I mean, year they've had. Yeah, you still don't know. You really don't. Um, you didn't. We didn't even add Jordan Wood to that list, you know. And so you just don't know. That's the hard part. Like you said, all it takes is one organization to really yeah, like really you, does. one scout. I mean, last year we we thought that uh, for sure Brock was gone. He is 100% gone. The guy bats 400, 13 home runs, 50 RBIs. The guy's gone. And, you know, nobody drafted him. And so it's just one of those weird things. Pitched Anderson down low. Uh, Portland did hang on to beat uh, Pepperdine. Uh, Pepperdine picks up their ninth loss of the year. And uh, Portland picks up their 11th win. So right now them and the Cougars are both 11 and 14. A couple of games ahead of Pacific. And the 3-1 pitch to Anderson. That's over for a strike. Well, and the weird thing about the draft, too, that we talk about is it doesn't matter how great you are. It's all about a number, right, and the amount yeah. you're willing to sign for. I mean, Versus guys, the education. Yeah, exactly. It and makes the it, opportunity. Yeah, it makes it tough. Anderson takes that one inside for ball four. So Brendan with a two-out walk. Let's go over that list real quickly. Uh, Austin Deming, a uh, right-handed pitcher out of Santa Clara Snow Canyon High School. He's Cooper, a hitter, too. He's a really good hitter. Cooper Foss, 6'7", 215-pound right-hander out of uh, Scripps Ranch High School in San Diego. 
Kyle Hall, as you'd mentioned, a missionary, 6'1", 185-pounder out of uh, Henderson, Nevada. Jared Lassar is a JC transfer from uh, Utah State Eastern. I can't uh, get used to saying that, yeah. but uh, pitch to Sneeman's over for a strike. Boston Mabius out of that same uh, high school, Coronado down in Henderson as a Hall, both pitchers, a right-hander and a left-hander yep. coming up out of Henderson. And uh, Carson Matthews, a pitcher or a infielder out of uh, San Clemente, California, the pitch to Steeman's down low. Reed McLaughlin is out of Scottsdale, Arizona. He is a right-handed pitcher, utility player, 5'11", 165. Zach Peterson, a six-foot-hundred-fifty-pound uh, infielder out of uh, Riverton High School. Here's the one-one way outside ball two. Ryan. Is it Sapiti? Sapiti, yeah. Sapiti is a six foot, two hundred five pound outfielder out of a Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas, and Jack Sterner, whose brother's on the team, six five, two twenty five. He had some surgery. Yeah, we're not sure how he'll be able to help us next year because he had the same surgery that Ryan Brady had. That ball's hit into right field. Anderson will stop at second base, and the Cougars with a little two out rally here. A walk and a base hit, and that brings Brock Hale to the plate. And then we had a, a late signee in Noah Hughes from Florida. He's a infield slash outfielder, left-handed power hitter. Um, he's actually graduating high school early, and that was the holdup on his. He had to sign with the other guys earlier, but we had to get the he had to get the approval from the NCAA to, uh, to be able to graduate high school early and, and come to Division One and do that. So he got that approved. So he'll be here, big kid, 6'1", probably 220, um, first base outfield. Um, and then uh, Abraham Valdez, a catcher um, from junior uh, junior college transfer from uh, Southeastern Junior College in San Diego. Never heard of Southeastern, J.C. I would think it would be Oklahoma or somewhere yeah, there, you know. Yeah. So Hale steps in with a chance to get the Cougars on the board. Two men out, bottom of the fifth. Hale two for two already on the days. Got his average up to 347 as he steps in. And the first pitch to Brock Hale is outside ball one. Well, it's a chip away right here. Find a way, you know, you hit a single, score a run. Hey, you hit a double, maybe score two runs and just kind of put the pressure back on them a little bit that, hey, this game isn't over. And we've seen some crazier things happen. Want to know the count? Here's the pitch. Hale takes that one over. And the fact that he, Mike Riley, keeps giving him that little changeup running away is really helping him out today. Because from our point of view, that just looks like that's outside. Softball team continuing to lead Albie. They've now added their 7 nothing in the third. Pitch inside for ball two. I took out Brock's ankles right there. That's the worst place. From the knees and below is the worst place to get hit with a baseball. Just Don't no padding. Any, yeah, no, no padding. padding. No, it's uh, all bone. I got hit in the ankle one time with a 92-mile-an-hour fastball, and I was in a boot for three weeks. Two balls and a strike. Here is Reynoso's pitch. Hale takes that one down low for ball three. We'll see if he'll give in here. 3-1. Or uh, if he'll attack with the fastball. Because if he attacks with the fastball, Brock's going to be on time and can do some damage. 
he doesn't miss too many fastballs. No. Three balls, one strike. Hale, right-handed hitter, steps back in. And the pitch, Hale hits the ball right at the shortstop. He's got it. He'll throw to second for the force, and the Cougars retired again here in the fifth inning. We are through five complete now. Pacific 7, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Nate Berlin steps in as we go to the sixth. One ball, one strike to count on Verlin. He struck out twice tonight and also popped up to the pitcher on a bunt attempt. Swing and a miss. Yeah, that uh, bunt back to the pitcher was the one of the one things they've actually done wrong offensively today. They've been really good. Here's the 1-2. That ball hit hard at Anderson at second. He's got it. And he'll throw to first for the out. You know, with that field out there and Anderson playing kind of in shallow right field, you don't have to worry about that lip from no, the dirt to the grass. You can you can stay down and feel confident yeah, you you're really going to get can. a good hop. Yeah, on the old field, you got a cougar hop right yeah. there. It went from dirt to grass, and who knows what would happen. One man out. Looks like Jake Sudruth has been down throwing a little bit for the Cougars, starting to stretch. Pitches outside for a ball. Pacific, three unearned runs in the second, one in the fourth, and then a three-run home run by Tarantino. And they lead this one seven to nothing as Reynoso has struck out or uh, retired the Cougars for five innings without a run. Yeah, Cougars had opportunities. I mean, there's been multiple innings with base runners on second or third and uh, just can't get that one extra hit. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss. I feel like we've said that a few times this year. You know, it's the uh, same song, different verse, or what, however yeah. they say that. It's uh, It's been kind of a recurring theme. Yeah, it's uh, been difficult in those situations this year, which is so. 1-2 pitch popped up. Favero going out, foul territory behind first base. He'll get there and make the catch. Which as a team last year, we were so good in those situations. We batted uh, Trent, I think, pulled up. It was like 347 last year with the runners in scoring position compared to below 200 this year. That's a huge drop-off. So just guys. Yeah, that's a run. I yeah. mean, that's a, that's every time you get a hit, that's a, that's run. a run. Every time you don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's basically the end of the inning. Yeah. So you're not continuing on any kind of rally. Tyler Ryan steps in. He is uh, one for three today. Swing and a miss for strike one. Kind of weird right now. We've got a little bit of a shadow on uh, on Inouye. And, boy, yeah. it looks like the hitters are having a hard time picking up that baseball. There's been some pretty feeble swings. Hands right there in the sun, too. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It is really odd. Yeah. And another swing. Yeah. Well, I'm not hitting right now. So, uh there's shade everywhere in the infield, but uh, all of the sudden, uh, in a way, is just bathed in sunshine. So that uh, ball coming out of sunshine into the into the shade. Here's the 0-2, just off the plate. Well, we knew this Pacific team could score. I mean, they've got a good offensive team, especially middle of the order. Yeah. 
And uh, they've impressed me in the series, especially the bottom of the order has swung the bat well. That pitch is uh, a little bit down low. Like right now, uh, Inouye's having a hard time seeing that ball come back from Clawson. It's kind of a weird dynamic with the way, where the sun is. It's crazy. 2-2, two, two, that ball hammered fair down the third baseline. That'll be extra bases for Tyler Ryan. He's around first base. So he was thinking about third. Now he puts the brakes on. And he will end up with a double. His second hit of the ball game. Carter Hayes will step in. Hayes has uh, officially 0 for 3. He's been uh, at a sack fly RBI in the second, hit by a pitch in the third, and walked in the fifth. Two men out, and the pitch to Hayes is fouled up and out of play. Boy, Cougars off to a, a tough start here. They had uh, two hits in each of the first and the second, erased by double plays, and and then uh, committed a couple of errors there in the second inning themselves. And it's uh, tough to overcome that kind of thing. Pitches over for a strike, zero yeah, and two. Not a clean game for sure. couple of other plays that weren't base running error. You know, another play in the infield that uh, they got an out, but they could have probably cut down a run. So just uh, a lot of little things here have uh, made this a 7 to nothing game on top of 11 hits by Pacific. Cougars with a seven base hits, but uh, nothing to show for it on the scoreboard. There's a good curveball, swing and a miss, and Pacific retired. No runs. One hit, no errors, one man left. We are through five and a half. Seven nothing, Pacific leading BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Keaton Kringle leads it off for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Keaton will step in against uh, Ricky Reynoso, who has pitched out of a couple of jams and done a nice job for the Tigers. First pitch to Kringlin is outside, ball one. Keaton uh, was up in the first inning, grounded into a double play. Grounded out unassisted to the second baseman in the third with runners at first and third. So Keaton's had a couple of chances to uh, get the Cougars on the board. Pitches outside, ball two. Yeah, we've talked about that guy that's right behind Brock, right? This just has struggled throughout the year. Two balls, no strikes. Popped up down the right field line. Right fielder coming over, third, first baseman going out, and uh, nobody can get to it. You know the thing about these guys, though, is they're they're prideful. They want to be great, and it's like, hey, you had a bad year this year. A lot of them will be back next year, and knowing these guys are going to go out this summer, they're going to work hard to get better, 
They're going to come back in the fall with just absolute drive of wanting to not repeat what they did this year. So I expect a really, really good bounce back year next year. 2-1 pitch. Kringlin swings and misses 2-2. Two and two. Well, when you compare the years last year, the Cougars scored 477 runs in 2017. This year, they've scored 247 so far with one game less. Now, the Cougars did play a couple more games. There's a fly ball. Center fielder looking up, going back. This ball is off the wall. Kringlin around second base. He'll make it into third base. As the ball off the wall bounced over the center fielder's head. And a leadoff triple by Keaton Kringlin. Yeah, great piece of hitting right there by Kringlin. Center fielder did everything he could to get back there. He kept saying back, 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 and I thought it might sneak out of here. Cougars last year gave up 321 runs. Now, against 254 this year, and you kind of understand that because they had a lot more bats because the yeah. Cougars were scoring so many runs. I think the Cougars over averaged over eight runs a game last year. This year it's about four, so yeah. the production, when you look at it, home run, everything is, is down by it about is half. Down. It is. Everything's half. Cut, cut everything in half. 76 home runs last year, 23 this year. Favero gets hit by a pitch. Cougars will have runners at first and third. Well, let's see if we can get something going here. But, yeah, you talked about it, I and mean, we've talked about it off air a bunch too. You know, it's just everything's been cut in half, and and, and – me and Coach Pratt, we talk about it every night. What's the reason? Because, hey, we do the same things we've been doing for, for six years that the staff's been here, right? The way we, we train these kids to be aggressive and, and, and just get after it offensively. And this year they just, for some reason, are getting into these situations right here, first and third. Nobody no, out. Nobody out. See what they come and up with. Last year, this would have been two runs guaranteed. Possibly three. Yeah. On, at a minimum, two runs. We just put that pressure on that team. This year, it's one of those you might not score a run. That's how this year's kind of been. And I hate to say that because these are my guys and I love them. But it's just been tough that way. Kyle Dean steps in. He swings and misses at the first pitch. Kyle one for two, doubled his first time up, struck out in the fourth. And it's not for the lack of effort. We talked about that a ton. These yep. guys are trying – the season's trying over. too hard at Yeah, the times. exactly. The season's over, but, yeah, they're still showing up every day trying to get better. 0-1 pitch. Uh, Dean fouls it off. The guys haven't quit, and, and that's the one thing that's been nice to see. They easily could have, and they haven't. Oh, one of the bigger uh, attendances of the season, 2,525 in the ballpark. Uh, about 1,900 last night, so great uh, awesome crowd support, support here Love for it. the Cougars. Love it. Unfortunately, Cougars uh, on the wrong side of the scoreboard, seven to nothing. And you know, Coach Littlewood just hates to have a big crowd show up and yeah. have this kind of uh, result. Yeah, it's frustrating. But hey, it's, you've got what nine, twelve outs left to go. Can really try hard. Ball and two strikes. Dean swings and misses another changeup, and he's had he's seen nothing but changes since that first double. One man out, and that will bring Clausen up. That's a ball away on the replay. Definitely away, away. Oh, come on, Dave, right here. Big four-hole with the double play, depth and order. 
You, you can pull one in that gap now for a, an RBI. First pitch to Tlaassen outside, ball one. That gave him a big dose of that slow curveball, his last at bat, that he struggled with. Tlaassen singled in the second, struck out in the fourth. But his last, what, 20 games? He's 15 games? He's starting to really, you know, swing the bat much better from early on. The average is now in the, you know, upper twos. Want to know the count to Clawson? Takes that one over for a strike. Well, see, that's a pitch right there that, you know, if you're sitting dead red fastball, that's a, it's a line drive right over short right there in the gap for a double. Here's the pitch from Reynoso, and uh, Clawson takes the pitch off the plate. Great take right there. And that's the one thing why his average, he's starting to hit a little bit better is he's started to take those pitches. When early in the season he was swinging at some of those borderline pitches that were balls and getting himself in bad counts, and now he's doing a good job of taking that pitch. Two and one. Here's Reynoso's pitch, and that ball's fouled off. Up and off his foot. He's kicking himself mentally right now looking at him because he knows he had a pitch to hit right there. That was a fastball that ran in, his favorite pitch. He just missed it. McClawson steps back in. Two balls, two strikes. And here's the pitch. Clawson fouls it off. Good battle. One man out, triple, and a hit batter. Cougars with runners at first and third. Kyle Dean struck out. Now uh, Clawson with a 2-2 count. And here is Reynoso's pitch, and that ball is grounded foul down the third baseline. Boy, that that change just keeps getting slower and slower and slower. Down to 70 now. Wow. As the game goes on. Cougars, no runs. They have eight base hits. As Clawson steps back in, 2-2 pitch. Clawson hammers one right field. They've got to run now. Clawson with an RBI single. And the Cougars are on the board 7-1. That's a really good at-bat. Dave was able to foul off a couple of tough pitches and then got a pitch to hit, and he didn't miss it. And hit a hard, actually hit it too hard. Hit a little softer, and Nate could advance to third. But, hey, great, great at-bat right there by Clawson to find a way to drive in a run and cut this lead a little bit, get this rally, keep going. Casey Jacobson now steps in with runners at first and second. Pacific's got a couple of guys now going in the pen. Casey had a couple of hits in last night's game. He is uh, 0 for 2 tonight. Keep chipping away with quality at-bats. Pitch to Jacobson. That ball hit hard at the shortstop. Could be two. On to second for one. 6-4-3 double play. As the Cougars get into their uh, hit into their third double play of the ballgame. Cougars one run, two hits. No errors. One man left. We are through six complete. 7-1 BYU losing to Pacific on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin outfielder on the BYU baseball team and you are listening to the new skin BYU sports network go Cougars 
Keaton Glover steps in for Pacific. They lead 7-1 as we go to the 7th. Glover, Tarantino, and Sandry. Three scheduled hitters here for the Tigers. Blake Inouye on the hill. There's a check swing on a good breaking pitch. Blake Inouye, he's gone three and a third for the Cougars, giving up seven hits, four runs. All four runs have been earned. Has three strikeouts and a walk. Pitch is a little bit low. Ball and two strikes to the center fielder for Pacific. Ball hit pretty well. Kringlin going back and left, looking up. This ball is out of here. Home run by Glover. Wow. His third of the year. And Pacific now leading 8-1. Second home run of the evening by Pacific. Looked like he was almost fooled on the pitch yeah, a little bit. Just threw his barrel. And there it goes. Yeah, just a little flick of the bat down the yeah. line. About just 350 enough. feet. Yeah, just enough. I was going to say 347.2 feet. <laughs> <laughs> pitch is a little bit outside to uh, Tarantino. Tarantino is a triple away from a cycle here. Single double home run in the ball game. And the pitch is down low ball two. Kid's having himself a day. Came into the ball game hitting at 231. He's now at uh, 242. 2-0 pitch. That ball's hit hard at uh, Schneeman. Daniels got it. Fires the first for the out. Kevin Sandry will step in. He has uh, got one hit. He's uh, one for two. He's also had a couple of sacrifices. One was a squeeze play. Picked up an RBI. Sandry, the second baseman, will step in with one man out. And the first pitch is outside. Ball one. 2,525 in the ballpark here tonight. Beautiful night for baseball, and uh, the crowd uh, turned out. There's a ball hit uh, down the right field line. Sandry around first base. Brock Hale picks the ball up. Sandry will end up with a double. So a home run in the double in the inning for Pacific. And Mike Littlewood out. We're going to have a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with the new pitcher for the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jake Sudrup is on the hill for the Cougars. He'll inherit a runner at second base, one man out. There's been a home run in the inning for Pacific. They lead 8-1. to one. And Sudrath, the sophomore, out of Arizona, 
into the ball game. Uh, Jake, uh, six four, two hundred pounder, Queen Creek, Arizona native. Sudruth uh, on the year, uh, three point nine three earned run average, two wins, two losses, three saves. Uh, this will be his seventeenth appearance. He's thrown eighteen innings this year. Has twenty three strikeouts. He's got dynamic stuff. He's throwing it for strikes. Sudra's first pitch is over for a strike to uh, James Free. James Free uh, singled his last time up, his first hit of the series. He's now one for eight. Really, I think, considered the best hitter on this specific team. All-conference performer behind the plate last year, a swing and a miss, 0-2. LMU leading St. Mary's. That's at LMU 3-0 game in the bottom of the fourth. So LMU still fighting to try to find a way back into the tournament. They're they're going to need a little bit of help. They got to sweep. They have their own destiny in front of them. They just have to sweep. If they sweep, they're in. And who's out? St. Mary's would be out. St. Mary's would be out. Unless Gonzaga got swept. I don't know who has a tiebreaker over those two. Gonzaga's at home against Santa Clara. Those games uh, all tonight. Here's the one-two pitch inside. Sudworth hits free. Remember last uh, year, this weekend, remember where we were? Tuckett? I don't want to talk about that Gonzaga trip. We were up in Spokane, and uh, (laughs) things did not go well for the Cougars up there. Absolutely miserable. And then the lowest of lows in the next week, uh, the next Saturday, was the highest of highs. Yeah. Runners at first and second. Pitches over for a strike to Lucas Halstead. You know, Brent, the way we won that tournament, too, was, I mean, we lost a one-run game in the first game, and then all of a sudden. Just caught fire. Caught fire like we had been the whole second half of the year. The confidence was back, and it was unbelievable. Here's the 0-1. Another curveball, another strike. It all goes back to one at-bat that really, that in that St. Mary's game in the, the first round, you know, win-or-go-home type game. Bronson Larson hit a three-run home run in like the third inning, and I felt like the pressure on everybody was like, oh, hey, we can hit in this ballpark. And then it was just unleashed. Seemed like it was right center, wasn't it? Yeah, right center. Yeah. In that little kind of yeah, nook and cranny cove. there, that yeah. cove there. And he hit that out, and all of a sudden it was like, I mean, then we got Chauncey hitting home runs after that. Favero went yard. Clausen went yard. I mean, and those guys can go yard, but Chauncey wasn't a home run type guy. It was a lot of fun. Ball two strikes. Halstead swings and misses, goes down. Two men out. Nate Berlin will come up. I worked a camp with the Gonzaga pitching coach this last summer. It was a West Coast Conference showcase camp at the University of San Diego. And he says, hey, Tuck, you know the craziest thing about that game, the last game that we won after we – In, in Spokane? In Spoke- no, no, no. That uh, that we beat them in Stockton. Oh, it was yeah. officially over because yeah. we had beat them pretty good in that first game. Right. But then we really beat them in that yeah. next game. It was like nineteen to two or whatever. He was like, "You guys scored nineteen. You scored nineteen hits. Uh, nineteen runs on like twenty something hits. We didn't walk one batter." He's like, "That's unheard of. Usually when you're scoring ten 
plus runs. There's a walk in there somewhere. Yeah. Errors. They didn't have one error, and they didn't have one walk, but yet we scored 19 runs. That's just where you know you've earned everything yeah. that you got, which is kind of crazy to think about. It's hard to do. Merlin steps in. Here's the first pitch. Is up high. And, you know, you look back at that team with Bronson Larson, such a steadying influence, either DHing or behind the plate. Now you look at Tanner Chauncey at first base, another senior that just a long career at BYU, great leader. Uh, Shaver, who, you know, could hit the ball out of any ballpark in the nation. And, and uh, those three guys offensively, yeah, uh, you drop them and, and there's been a there's been a market difference, there even has, though yeah. there's five six guys that were right in the middle of that last year, uh, putting up big numbers uh, back on this team that just for whatever reason just haven't been able to do it. There's a ground ball out to Favero, he's got it. He'll step on the bag. One run in the inning on two base hits, no errors, and uh, two runners left on. We're through six and a half, eight one Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the seventh, 8-1 Pacific leading. New pitcher for Pacific. Can't uh, quite pick up his number yet. Big left-hander is into the ballgame. Looks like, uh, well, he still can't get his number. It's either 26 or 28, I believe. 29? 29, maybe. 29. 29. For Pacific is uh, Lucas Sweeney, freshman out of Vacaville, California. 6-3-180. He'll come in and start the seventh. Pacific leading by a score of eight to one. Boy, Ricky was good, wasn't he? Ricky Reynoso uh, gave up uh, nine hits, but only one run. Cougars had base runners, and they just couldn't come up with a big base hit. First pitch from Sweeney's up high, ball one. And that's what good pitchers do. They find a way to minimize hits and damage. And, hey, nine hits, one run, that's all you can ask. At the end of the day, it's runs. You can give up 20 hits if they only score one run. McIntyre with a 1-0 count. That pitch is over for a strike. I was trying to think the other day. What was that? Was it 17 base runners we left on at at, At uh, Pepperdine? Pepperdine? And I think we did that. I'm serious. Like in the first seven innings. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I had never right. seen a stat like that. That pitch is up high. I remember us talking on the radio. I think we were at like 15 through 7 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's crazy. That base is loaded and one out like three times in a row. Oh, baseball's cruel, but I sure love this sport. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to McIntyre inside, ball three. Hard to believe you could have nine base hits and only one run. I mean, that's that's hard to do. Yes, it is. In the six innings. 3-1. That pitch on the inside corner for a strike. Well, it just goes back to that stat we've always talked about, the runners in scoring position. We've always been able to get a couple of hits in a row. It's just getting that third one that's been the, the difference. Sweeney, one and five on the year. McIntyre loops one to right field. Right fielder Tyler Ryan comes over, makes the catch for out number one, and that will bring uh, Brennan Anderson to the plate. Sweeney, his uh, 20th appearance, one win, five loss. He's got two saves on the year. He's thrown 43 innings. 39 strike, got the opponents hitting uh, 267. He's given up four home runs this year. 
Was he about a 5-2, 5-3 yeah. ERA, something like that? Yeah, 5-2. First pitch to Anderson is over for a strike. Boy, just a straight over the top yeah, fastball really at uh, 85. You don't see that too often anymore. The straight over the top. But you if just you don't get as much movement. I yeah. don't think they teach yeah, that straight. as much as they used to. The guy that used to do it, I think that I think of is you don't even remember him too young, Juan Marshall from the Giants. Man, he came. I mean, he came even more than over the top. He was almost on the other side. And also, it's, it's tough to repeat that mechanic because you have to be perfect. If you're not, it's going to be, you know, like you said, belt high with no movement. 1-1 one, one pitch down low. I know the name, but I never did get to see him pitch. San you're Francisco right. Giants. Wasn't even born. You a Giants fan? No. No? Dodgers fan, aren't you? Yep. That's why you know him. <laughs> That's why I said beat, no. <laughs> yeah, you probably, probably beat your team a few times. Pitch is over for a strike. Two balls and two strikes to count to Anderson. The Dodgers are struggling this year. Yes, they are. So are my New York Mets. They're really struggling right now. Here's Sweeney's 2-2. Two, two. Down low, ball three. Yeah, Dodgers so good last year. Cougars so good last year. It was a good year for baseball for me. This year, a little turn yeah, of the table. A little turn of the table, <laughs> yeah. Here's 3-2. Down low, ball four. So Anderson with a one-out walk. And uh, Schneeman, who's two for three, will come up. This is how we got going last inning. Schneeman... Uh, Flew out to right field in the first, single in both the third and the fifth. As Sneeman steps in. Big fastball. It's outside. Uh, 85 is uh, about, looks like uh, that's the. 85, 87. A couple of below we've seen out of yeah. it. Looks like the Cougar women are doing really well today. Up 10 to nothing Got a in the fourth. To. I think an eight-run rule after five, and they'll move on and play They're, Drake, who yeah. beat him yesterday. Yeah, a little rematch. That's the thing about softball is you can get on a roll because the same pitcher can throw every game. It's so fascinating to me that that can happen. Yeah. Not nearly the pressure on the arm, the elbow, the yeah. shoulder, I guess. Yeah, definitely. They can just pitch game after game. Sneeman. Rockets one deep right field. Right fielder going back. Center fielder back. That ball is caught by the right fielder. Incredible play by Tyler Ryan. That was a really good play. Have to see the replay of that. Unbelievable stab by Ryan. Came over and made the catch. Uh, That might be a Sports Center top 10 play right there. Good play. Maybe not play. a great play. He got there and made the catch. Yeah, didn't need to dive, but great play. Went a long ways. Two men out, and Brock Hale steps to the plate. That ball, one hopper out to the shortstop. He's uh, got it. Ball's dropped by the second baseman on the force play. Just popped right out of his glove. That'll be E4. Good throw there by... Uh, Tarantino and Sandry just couldn't keep it keep it in his glove. Sneeman swinging the bat well tonight. And Hale now to first base. Anderson to second. Kringlin up. 
He oh. tripled his last time up. Now we need to make that pay. They've made our errors pay. It's our turn. First error of the ball game by Pacific. Sweeney's first pitch is uh, swung on and missed for strike one. Cougars now leading 11 to nothing in softball. Bottom of the fourth, they've got bases loaded with nobody out. They're just continuing to pile it on. Pitch to, to Kringlin's down low. Just watching up there, Daniel Schneeman's girlfriend, Allie, just got hit by a pitch to load the bases right on the kneecap. Ouch. Ball and a strike to Kringlin. That pitch is hit pretty well. Right center field. Center fielder going over. He's going to get there, and he'll make the catch, and the Cougars are retired here in the uh, seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors. One error, two runners left. We are through seven complete now. 8-1 Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Jake Sudruth on the hill. First pitch fouled off by Ryan Schultz. Schultz is uh, one for three today. His uh, hit came back in the third inning, a single. Ricky Reynoso, the, really the difference in this ballgame, Reynoso went six innings, gave up nine hits, but only one run. Had one walk, four strikeouts. And Sudruth pitch is uh, swung on and missed. 0-2 the count. Hayden Rogers started the ballgame for the Cougars, gave up, uh, went two and two-thirds innings. There's a check to swing, but went around for out number two. Or check that out, number one of the inning, and that will bring uh, Tyler Ryan to the plate. Ryan made the great play in uh, right center field on the warning track, robbing uh, Schneeman of at least a double, possible triple. In a way, came in. Or, uh, go, let's go back to Rogers. Two and two thirds, give up four hits, three runs. All those runs were unearned. Walk two, struck out two. In a way, came in, gave up nine hits in three and two thirds innings. Five runs. All five runs were earned. Had three strikeouts, a walk. He threw a... And then Jake Sudruth in for his second inning of work. Here's the one ball pitch, and that is just a little bit low for ball two. Sudruth's got that good uh, slider. You can see it just moving from back here behind the plate. Couple of these Pacific guys kind of diving out of the way of that pitch. First time they've seen it. Pitch is outside, ball three. You know, Jake could be really, really good and really effective if he could just find a way to control it a little bit more. Because I mean, he's he's hit I think eleven or twelve batters this year with about that many walks. And uh, if he stays away from that stuff, he's really tough to hit. Three zero pitch. That's over for a strike. Sudruth, a sophomore. He was an All-American last year, J.C. Closer. 
think he had 17 saves last year, but uh, coming up to the next level, it's it's quite yeah, a jump. Yeah, it is. It really is. You're facing uh, much better hitters. Ball fouled off. So three balls and two strikes to count. Sudworth in 18 innings, uh, six walks, but as you said, he's hit 10 batters to lead the Cougars. And at uh, 11th today. So. Yeah, picked one up today. Here's Sudra's 3-2. Ball hit hard. Base hit left field by Tyler Ryan. Usually how it happens. You, you save a double on defense, and you come in, and you, you hammer a single on offense. Carter Hayes will step in for the Tigers. Uh, Carter Hayes is... Uh, 0 for 1, struck out his last time up. Walked twice and had a sacrifice. Did pick up an RBI in the sack fly his first time up there. First pitch is a little bit low, ball one. Hayes, a junior out of Carmel, California. Right up the middle, base hit by Hayes. Runner's going to try to go to third. Here comes McIntyre's throw, and he is safe at the plate as the ball actually hit the base runner. And Oh, and now they throw to second base. Looked like they had him. I think he missed the tag. Looked like Brennan tagged by the shoulder, and his hand might have got in. I'd like to see that replay. Boy, the runner went in head first into second base. Uh, Carter Hayes. I was surprised to see Ryan running on McIntyre. McIntyre's throw actually hit Ryan. And so runners at first and third. Yeah, I think he got his arm in there. Yeah, no tag. Yeah, it's a good call. A really good call. First pitch to Keaton Glover's over for a strike. So it's ruled a single. Hayes goes to second base on the throw. And here is the 0-1 pitch. Ball hit back uh, near Schneeman. He's got it. Run will score. Schneeman's throw to first in time for the out. Two men down. 9-1 now, the score, as Ryan scores from third base. And that will bring uh, Tarantino to the plate. Tarantino, three for five on the day, grounded out his last time up. He's had a single, a double, and a home run in the game. First pitch, outside ball one. So Pepperdine loses. They drop to 16 and nine. Portland moves to 11 and 14, same record as the Cougars. The ball hit down to Casey Jacobson. He'll gobble it up, throw to first for the out, and that will do it for Pacific in the inning. They did get a run on uh, two base hits, no errors, two runners left. We are through seven and a half, nine one, Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 
go to the bottom of the eighth. Cougars down by eight. 9-1. Nate Favero will lead it off for BYU. First pitch to Favero is over for a call strike. Favero is uh, 0 for 2 today. He's grounded out twice, and he's been hit by a pitch. Here's the 0-1. Favero fouls that pitch off. It's just interesting watching this Sweeney kid uh, right over the top. You just don't hardly see that at all anymore. You really don't. And a lot of that is because, we talked about earlier, it's hard to repeat that mechanic and keep it low in the zone. Bradley Gates is that way, too. That's one reason why his changeup's so good, though. 0-2 outside. Because it comes to such a high arm slot that you think strike, 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 and then it just falls off the table. Final game of the year next year, or uh, tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon. BYU and Pacific, 1 o'clock. This will be a beautiful day. Come on out. And... uh, Support the team and uh, a nice uh, send-off for the uh, seniors on this club. Ball and two strikes to Favero. Speaking of seniors, uh, Nate Favero is one of them. He's got a bunch of family in town from Virginia. Watching his uh, final baseball appearance at BYU and Favero a single to right field. The lead off the eighth. That will bring uh, Kyle Dean up. Kyle doubled in the second, struck out in the fourth and the sixth as he steps up here in the eighth inning. Well, that's what's really hindered Kyle this year is the strikeouts. You know, he's been striking out a lot his last few at-bats. That might be nine of his last ten at-bats now he's struck out, which makes it tough. Pitch to Kyle Dean is over for a strike. Dean this year's had 58 uh, plate appearances. Uh, 20 strikeouts, and he's uh, had a couple here today, so about a third of the time. Dean fouls this one off down the right field line. And quickly, Dean behind in the count, 0 2. Last night's ballgame, an hour and 55 minutes as both pitchers were throwing strikes. Quick game. Cougars won that one 3-1. to one. It's definitely reversed here tonight so far with Pacific up big. Nine runs, 15 hits for Pacific. Cougars with one run on 10 base hits. One and two. Pitches down low, ball two. Well, the believer in me just said, hey, we're just a couple hits away right here. Put together a couple of really good at-bats, load these things up, and, and see if things get interesting here. I just believe these kids have that much talent and ability. Two and two pitch. Dean swings and misses, goes down for the third time in the game. One man out, Dave Clausen steps in. Lawson, uh, two for three, a pair of singles and an RBI. Now has uh, 13 RBIs on the year. 
Last year, Clawson had uh, 25 RBAs, a slow roller. Ball uh, thrown to second base by the first baseman and gets through the shortstop. That'll be an error on the uh, first baseman, Nate Verland. So the Cougars are going to have runners at the corners. Not sure what he was doing. You, you would have guessed he would have probably just gone and stepped on the bag on the big high hopper. Yeah, I mean, you're up eight runs. Just get out. Playing with outs right here. Oh, wow, that was actually on the shortstop. Shortstop just dropped right it. Right there. Boy, Garko out there not happy, the head coach. He was uh, letting his infielder know, and I think he was telling the first baseman, step on the bag, get an out. We've got an eight-run lead. Yeah. And the shortstop there, Tarantino, just unable to make the play. Well, this is how, you know, comebacks are started yeah. off of mistakes. You have an easy out at first, just take it. Instead, he tries to be the hero and get a double play and turns into a big error. Casey Jacobson steps in. Casey is uh, 0 for 3 with a pair of double play ground balls, and the first pitch is down low ball one. This is Casey's uh, 14th start of the year. He also had 14 starts last year for BYU. Almost the exact same. Uh, last year he hit 271 with six RBIs. Uh, this year he's hitting 233 with three RBIs. Does have the home run that came uh, last night. 2 0 the pitch to Jacobson. That ball's. Ooh. Rocketed foul down the third baseline, just right over the top of Favero. And I thought that was down the line for a double. You're taught in baseball to always be in foul territory on that third baseline. So if a ball does hit you, uh, it's just a dead ball. Hit you in fair territory, you're out. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to Jacobson is over for call strike two. Casey didn't like that, but he's called that strike all night long. Can't complain about it because it's been a strike all night. That's one where you just fight and hit that in that four hole for a single. Two balls, two strikes. Jacobson fouls that one off. Cougars down 9-1. They've got runners at first and third with uh, one man out and Jacobson at the plate. Casey takes that one outside for ball three. Well, find a way to get on base here, Case. It's all about right now getting the next guy up. Three and two, here's the pitch to Jacobson. All loop, right field, going back a couple of steps. He'll make the play, run will score Favero from third base. So Jacobson with a sack fly. 
Picks up his fifth RBI of the year. So we've got a pinch hitter, Colby Kelton, now hitting for McIntyre. So Kelton comes in with the lefty on the mound. Kelton will uh, see what they do defensively. Kelton will step in. He's been getting a few at-bats here lately. Had an impressive start at St. Mary's here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he did. Two men out. And the first pitch to Kelton. That ball's rocking a deep left center field. Center fielder going back. That ball's going to be in the gap. Up against the wall. Here comes the runner. He'll score easily. David Tlaassen and uh, Kelton with a double. And the score now 9-3. Kelton jumped on the first pitch he saw. Well, that's what he's done. He's been a really good pinch hitter. Coming in, and uh, he's actually got a couple of his hits this year doing that. Comes in dead red, ready for a fastball, and doesn't miss. Short hop the wall out there in uh, left center. Lawson green light all the way from first base. Scores. And now Anderson with an RBI chance. Cougars 11 hits. And here's the first pitch to Brennan. And that's on the outside corner for a strike one. Brennan Anderson, another one of those seniors. This young man uh, has put together a pretty spectacular for career for the Cougars. He's 19 home runs, 133 RBIs for Anderson. There's a little looper right at the second baseman. He'll snag it, throw him out for the uh, retire of the inning. Cougars got two runs on two hits. There was an error, one man left. We are through eight complete, 9-3 Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brett Norton. Go Cougs. Top of the ninth we go. Jake Sudrath on the hill for the Cougars. Kevin Sandry, the hitter. First pitch over for a strike. Sandry free Halstead do up here in the top of the ninth. 9-3. Cougars got a couple of runs in the bottom of the eighth. Here's Sudras uh, 0-1. That ball came in and hit Sandry. Boy, that would be one if I was an umpire. Yeah, I'd say, keep him you know there. what? I'd keep him there. He just kind of dove out in front of that pitch. Twelfth batters now he's hit this year. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. He dove his shoulder in there. That's bad. You make that rule, then go ahead and enforce it. Well, you know, you see a lot of umpires call that yeah, now. Yeah, seen uh, it a ton. But uh, not uh, Pat Riley. First pitch Which, is up high, ball one. He's a veteran guy that's actually worked in the World, uh, College World Series. and So I don't know. One ball, no strikes. Sudras pitch is over. A ball and a strike. Especially the way the kid ran to first so quickly. Like, yeah. okay, thank you. Like, don't well, he was—he yeah. kept thinking he was going to get called back. Yeah, I think. yeah. 
One ball, one strike. Outside, ball two. Two and one here, Sudrath. And his pitch to free is a fastball for a strike. Pacific nine runs, 15 hits. Cougars three runs on 11 base hits. So both teams have committed a couple of errors. Yeah, Sudrath looks in. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, good off speed right there yeah, by really Jake. Good pitch. One man out. And Lucas Halstead steps in. Uh, Halstead is uh, one for four today with a struck out his last two times up. James uh, Free is kind of a, has a penchant for the strikeouts. That's his 46th of the year and about 170 at bats. And Halstead uh, hammers this one. Into center field base hit to Jarrett Perns on in center field for McIntyre. Runners now at first and second base. And that will bring up uh, Nate Verlin. Looks like we got a pinch hitter, number five, coming in the game. So five for Pacific is uh, Joy Meja. Mejia? Mejia Jr. out of uh, Live Oak, California. Where's Live Oak? you have any idea? No idea. Yuba City. <laughs> you say all these California areas, and I'm so lost. Like, where? Oh, that looks like it could be, like, in the Bay Area. No, it's, like, in Bakersfield, and, like, places has me lost. But when it comes to Arizona, I'm always confident if I can ask you, you know yeah. that Metro <laughs> Phoenix area. That's for sure. One and all the count. Here's Sudra's pitch. That's outside for ball two. Well, we stay when we stay to play uh, St. Mary's in Pleasant Hill. There's also a Pleasant Ton that's only a few miles away, yeah. so you can get those confused. I'd have never known that if I if we weren't staying there. Two balls, no strikes. When you've got that many people and that yeah. many cities, yeah, you know, like we were talking about a couple of kids on the St. Mary's team, Brentwood, yeah, which is, to me, Brentwood's down in the L.A. area. That's where UCLA is located. Yeah. But then I come to find out there's a Brentwood right up yeah. near Moraga. Yeah. I mean, you have two Brentwoods in the same state. state. That's not right. That's not right. That's not fair. That's funny. Two balls and a strike. And I had a fan up here uh, early before the game started telling me that the kid from Missoula last week, yeah, they don't play high school baseball. Really? Because it's, it's a short – they play Legion. Oh, okay. So they do not play baseball in high school in Montana. Huh. Same with Wyoming. Interesting. Smart. I mean, they wouldn't have the weather. Three balls, one strike. Here's the pitch outside, ball four. So, bases are loaded for Pacific. A hit batter, a single, and a walk. And that will bring uh, 
Got another pinch hitter, number 36 for the Tigers, uh, Bryce Kirk, freshman out of Oakdale, California. He came in and got a pinch hit last night. So Bryce Kirk steps in. And here's the pitch from Jake Sudruth. Ball hit out towards Steam. It could be two <laughs> on to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. I'm not sure what the yeah, base runner at second Steve base was doing. He was kind of dancing in front of Sneeman. But the Cougars turn two. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. 9-3 Pacific over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars last chance. Daniel Sneeman steps in. Sneeman, Hale, Kringlin do up. For BYU here in the bottom of the ninth. They've got a six-run deficit. Never too late to rally. Sneeman's hit the ball well here tonight. He's got a couple of singles and was robbed of an extra base hit in the right center field alley. And tremendous play by Tyler Ryan. Ball and a strike. Sneeman fouls the pitch off. Sneeman, that long fly ball came off of this pitcher, the reliever for Lucas Sweeney. For the Tigers, uh, last game of the year tomorrow, 1 o'clock here, Provo 1, BYU and Pacific. Seaman fouls another pitch off. Big crowd here, 2,525 people in attendance. Even had to use the overflow bleachers down the uh, first base side. Seen a little pop-up catcher. Right near home plate, makes the play for the out. One man down, Brock Hale steps in. Brock is two for four today. Had a pair of singles his first two times up. You know, every time Brock hits for the next day and tomorrow, and Brennan and Nate, it's the end of their era, and most likely, you know, and makes it tough to... Uh, you know, Brock's eligible to come back next year, but uh, I got to, I'd be really completely shocked if he didn't get drafted this year. And if he gets drafted, he'll sign. And he deserves it. He's a really good player. He's one of the best hitters I've ever seen. He's got 21 home runs in his career at BYU. He had uh, one as a freshman, then went on a mission, came back, or no, came off his mission, hit one that year, and then uh, 12 last year, eight so far this year. Yeah, I was actually I was actually asking coach that the other day. I was like, well, "Hey, why didn't he play a ton um, when he got back from his mission?" There's a ball hit out to the second baseman. He's got it, Mejia, and he'll throw him out. And he's like, "Hey, he's like, actually, the funny story is that was Kringlin's freshman year and Dean's freshman year, and Dean started the year hot, had like four home runs yeah. against Kansas, yeah. and then hurt his back. So he actually gave Brock the first start and right." And had a bad game, he gave Kringlin the start, and then Kringlin went off and hit 360 and was a freshman All-American, and, and Brock couldn't get back in the lineup just because of that, because you had uh, Brennan Lund, who's in double-A with the Mariners, I mean uh, with the Angels right now. There's a ball hit into center field, uh, Kringlin with a single, a two-out single. And the stud senior and Eric Urey playing left, so there just wasn't any spots available with Shaver DHing, so... And then last year was his first time fully starting, and 
boy, you saw that guy, and it was just, it was special. It was almost impossible to get him out last year. On his career, 21 home runs, 94 RBIs, and just really, just like two and a half seasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had 15 RBIs in that first season with one home run in limited action. Only started in 12 games. Pitch to Favero's outside for a ball. Well, as much as I love, love, love to have him back next year, I uh, I just don't see it happening. Favero fouls it off. How about the weekend Nate had last week, huh? Favero, 93 RBIs in his career at BYU. And 11 home runs. So those two guys, I'll tell you, that's a lot of RBIs for a college career. Favero, the reigning conference player of the week. Pop up, this should do it. Third baseman coming over near the Cougar dugout, and he makes the catch for the out, and Pacific beats the Cougars here. 9-3 to three in game two of this series, so they've split it so far. Cougars just off to a bad start. Did not play clean early, and it cost them, and Pacific uh, made it pay. Yeah, gifted them three to four runs early, and then Pacific got confident, and then they really earned some runs late, and uh, BYU just couldn't come back and play catch-up. Well, let's send it back for a break and be back with head coach Mike Littlewood right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here uh, joined by Hayden Rogers. Uh, his final start in his BYU career. That's hard to say for me, and I'm sure it's really tough for you, Hayden. It's been a, a great pleasure getting to know you over the years and uh, seeing what uh, great a great competitor you are. And uh, Unfortunately, tonight uh, Pacific came out and we kind of gifted them three runs early, and uh, mm-hmm. boy, they just uh, they just continued to execute and take advantage of all of our mistake the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and, and that's just kind of something that I'm going to look back in, um, you know, just something that's going to haunt me uh, with all the walks hit batters. Um, you know, there there there's ways w- with errors. There's ways I can you know as long as I just make pitches, I can get around those. But you know, tonight I just wasn't able to do that. Well, it was a, it was tough defensively for the BYU Cougars early, and uh, you didn't get that support. I, you know, I agree. You walked a couple of guys, hit a guy, but uh, you'd have been through the third or fourth inning scoreless game mm-hmm. if they'd uh, played a little, played clean baseball early. Right, right. Yeah, baseball. You know, it's it's a funny game. It it is a funny game. Sometimes things just go your way. Sometimes they don't. But I mean, you know, it it happens. And yeah, you know, nothing but love with with uh, my teammates. 21 wins in your BYU career, Hayden. Uh, uh, highlight last year, nine wins, two losses. Uh, just talk to us about it and uh, what it's meant to you being here. I know it's been a little bit of a rough patch here the last couple of weeks, but, boy, you can't, you can't look at that. You've, just, you've got to move forward and, and uh, cherish, uh, I'm sure you do, all the great teammates you've had and uh, the experience you've had here at BYU. Definitely, yeah. It's it's definitely been an emotional week for me. Um, you know, just a, a roller coaster ride. It's it's uh, you know I feel some excitement for the next chapter, but having to leave here, um, you know, with all the incredible memories I've made, uh, my teammates that that I've met, um, you know, it's it's been it's been amazing. It's been an amazing ride, and you know, walking off the mound for that last time, it it was it was pretty rough. 
Um, but, you know, just to have the, the love and support from my teammates, it, it meant the world to me. Saw your buddy Riley give you a big embrace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was, you know, I was trying to hold hold tears back, and then he hugged me, and then, you know, it came. And I, didn't, I, I made sure to not let anyone else hug me out there so <laughs> I can get in the dugout. Hopefully I was able to, to hide those tears. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Well, you've been a real credit to wearing that BYU uniform and a uh, credit to the school and to yourself and your family. And talk to us a little bit about this year kind of a kind of an odd year i mean it's just been one of those years where uh, things just haven't gone our way and even with the veteran guys everybody you know a lot of guys coming back uh, offensively couldn't get it done uh, you know i was looking at some of the stats uh, this last year we scored 477 runs mm-hmm. this year so far we've scored 247 that was before yeah. tonight we've allowed 254 runs in this year 321 last year, so 60 wow. less runs. Mm-hmm. Now, we played more games last year because we had two more weeks of baseball. Right, right. But but it's just been one of those years that uh, things haven't gone right on really either side of the ball. Yeah, um, it has really been an interesting year, and, and uh, it's kind of a year that really just flew by. I mean, it, it was one of those years where we always figured, you know, we're going to figure it out. It'll click. Um, you know, we'll get on a roll. And then, you know, all of a sudden we got a week left, and, you know, things weren't able to click. But, yeah, it was just – you know, one of those things, I feel a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. I felt like I, you know, I, d- I didn't have the year that I planned. I didn't have the year that I wanted to, um, you know, and it, and it hurts. You know, you never want to to have the feeling that you let your teammates down. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can come back tomorrow and, and we can finish off the, the season on a strong note. Well, you've been there for them uh, in a leadership position on the dugout besides on the mound. And, again, congratulations on a great career, 21 wins in your BYU career. And, Good luck to you moving forward, and uh, come back and see us, all right? Thank you very much. We'll do. Appreciate it. Rogers, you betcha. We're going to be joined by uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the Cougars. And uh, I want to thank Coach Littlewood for sending Hayden up, a senior lefty who has amassed 21 wins uh, on his career here at BYU. And Coach, boy, just off to a rough start. Uh, Just didn't play a clean game, and Pacific came out ready to play and just seemed like they jumped on you after, you know, a couple errors early. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that's we've seen that a few times yeah. this year, and it's just it baffles you. I was on in the fourth inning BYU TV, and I made the comment: it's like 101 ways to lose a game. You know, it's just it's I, I just look and I'm, I just shake my head, and it just baffles me <laughs> that that uh, some of that stuff happens. You know, Roger didn't have his best stuff, and I was sure hoping that he that he would come out and be solid and be able to you know just have a good solid outing for his last outing but uh you know that just wasn't the way it turned out tonight yeah had four hits in the first two innings uh, just couldn't drive anybody in both those innings ended up with double play balls uh, and then a couple of you know a base running error a, a bad play defensively uh, at first base you know instead of coming mm-hmm. home yeah i mean just a lot of little things again adding up like we've seen it's just attention to detail that's that's yeah. what it is i mean you know I'm, I'm talking to, to kyle dean on third base and Here's how the conversation goes. Anything on the ground. And he asked me, even a third? Yes, even a third, even a pitcher going on the ground, you know, because that's just baseball 101 yeah. because they're going to try to turn a double play. And, I mean, that's just it's just attention to detail and thinking about the little things. And even when, when Nate goes on that play when Nate should have gone home, he still turns could have turned the double play, but Blake, in a way, doesn't get over on first base. I mean, it's just little thing after little thing after little thing that we – that we just pound, pound, pound at practice, and then we get out here, and these guys just like it's a deer in headlights. So it's frustrating. Well, Reynoso, we faced him before. He gave us trouble last year. He kind of threw himself out of that game. Remember, he had three errors yeah, yeah, defensively uh, tonight. Uh, gave up nine hits. He was like a magician out there, but only one run. Yeah, I mean, 
we talked about it before the game. That changeup's pretty darn good pitch, and and uh, we try to make box adjustments. And the thing I was disappointed is when when he'd throw a fastball, we would take it, and <laughs> he'd throw a fastball down the middle and take it, and then we'd swing at a, a, a changeup that's going to bounce on the plate. And so, not a great approach tonight, but. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, is you look at Keaton, he gets a triple with nobody on. He gets a single in the ninth with nobody on. But then he leaves five or six guys home yeah. with First that's three just, bats. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way the season's kind of gone. And, uh, again, um, you know, just hopefully we can get some, some rest and come out tomorrow. And um, Disappointing in front of a, a really nice crowd tonight on a, on a beautiful night to play like that. But uh, hopefully we can come out tomorrow and finish this the, the way we want to. Yeah, a little over 2,500 in the ballpark and uh, honoring the seniors tomorrow. Supposed to be a nice day. Hopefully, we can get the crowd back and uh, and uh, do some nice things and end the uh, season on a on a high note. Coach, we appreciate you coming up here tonight, and uh, and we'll talk to you in the pregame uh, show tomorrow. Okay, sounds good, Brent. Thanks. You bet you, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the Cougars. Cougars lose here nine three. Pacific uh, nine runs, sixteen hits, two errors. Cougars three runs, twelve hits, and two errors. The winner is Reynoso, and uh, Hayden Rogers five and five on the year takes the loss. Uh, 2,525 in attendance. Uh, time of the game, two hours and 50 minutes. Remind fans we'll be back on the air tomorrow, 1255, for the last game of the season here for the Cougars and the Tigers on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. With that, we'll say so long from Provo.